What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bro Chat. This is a new episode. This is a new thing, Dusty. I'm doing a thing called Bro Chat now. What do you think? I, I think I'm on, so let's do this. <laughs> it, it means it means we're talking going to talk about absolutely fuck all. And we're also going to talk about stuff that we don't know about because we're bros and we're just going to pre- <laughs> and we're going to immediate experts on everything. I love it. We're going to pretend we know everything about everything and we're just going to talk. So what you should have told me I would have had a couple of drinks first. What, <laughs> what topic would you like to start with that you don't know about, but want everybody to think you know about? What is my expertise? Everybody in? likes to talk about politics. So they, they, like they actually fucking <laughs> like they actually fucking know something. Yeah, and it's, it's actually painful to watch. <laughs> I got in a I got in a fucking fight with my brother at at family dinner on Sunday because of politics. Can you believe that? Now American politics or Canadian politics? Oh, come on, Canadian politics is like, what are we gonna are we gonna use a pen or pencil on the fucking schools from next? It's like it's a ridiculous like Canadian politics is fucking boring as hell. No, uh, I was wondering because a, a few of my uh, a few of my Canadian friends are they they voice their opinions very strongly on American politics. I'm like. Yeah. God, if you knew any less, it would kill I always, me. I, always <laughs> I have a couple Canadian friends who are like staunch Trump supporters. Right. And I'm like, you're not American. You don't get to vote. It doesn't matter if you... Why do you care so much? Why do you have a Trump sign on your front line? You can't vote for him. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, I get, I get liking somebody because of their personality, but I'm like, they, they really get intense about the political... Right. commentary and i'm like you it's not your country like just let them do whatever the fuck they want no but me <laughs> and my brother were getting at, getting into it because i'm going to admittedly tell everybody that i was a liberal and i've become not a liberal anymore well it's good to hear i, I just ah uh, this is too much has happened right and i know politics is a dangerous subject so we're not gonna get too deep into it but I'm not so, so many <laughs> so many things have happened that i'm like and I wouldn't say I'm a Republican either. I think I'm just independent. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I vote and make my decisions based on uh, what each person is, what their policies are. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I could go in and, and they could not announce who was who other than their names and their policies, and that's how I would vote. But don't you think it's funny? I think most people vote on the opposite end of things. Like, oh, yeah, like, sure. like my sister for like the women in my life. Anyway, I'm not going to say women in general, but the women in my life generally are turned off by Trump because he's very like brash and right. he does not well-spoken and he's not, doesn't seem over, doesn't sound overly educated. Right. So they're turned off by that. But it's like, that's not even relevant when you are actually voting for somebody. Right. But it's like, I feel like a lot of people vote based on their emotions. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's like, uh, I mean, it's, it's the same as body living, right? Like people, yeah. people, people judge the shows based on emotion. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I didn't think yeah, that. You know, yeah. I should win the Olympia according to my mother. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not biased, damn it. Not at all. No, I, I know what you mean, but I both, I have voted in the last 12 years on both sides. Yeah. I voted for Obama the first time. I yeah. didn't the second time. Yeah. I voted for Trump. Yeah. And, uh, and I voted for Trump again today. Good <laughs> for you. Yeah, no, I got, I got in a massive, can you, it's really crazy how like uh, heated political conversation gets. Oh, it's like, sure. it's, it's very hard to have a normal conversation sometimes with certain people. Like we're at my mom's, we're having family dinner 
well, me and my family get together every Sunday for family dinner. It's like my immediate family. And uh, my mom makes this feast. We're all sitting around. And everyone's laughing, having a good time. And politics comes up. Next thing you know, there's chairs flying. <laughs> you hear the ticking in the room. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, it was just fucking horrible. Because we were arguing about the COVID situation, how everything's locked down. And I'm like, you can't lock everything down forever, man. I'm like, people are like, people got to go back to work. Like, there's got to be a way to get people back to work in a safe fashion so that like people can live their lives. And yeah, the opposite viewpoint was just not happy. And <laughs> I'm like, I can't fucking. So anyway, I end up storming out of my mom's house. Did you grab it to go back or no? I had already finished eating, so I didn't care. Okay, good. You're fine. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you didn't bail early because that's going to be, well, do not let politics or COVID ruin a good meal. <laughs> no, I think I actually used COVID to leave because I had already finished eating. So I'm like, I'm going to use this. this I'm going to use this argument. <laughs> I'm going to use this argument to get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> What's funny um, is I, I posted literally one thing because uh, you know I do Q and A's all the time, and I had uh, someone ask, "Are you voting for Trump?" And I never wanted to. I, I don't like to point it out. Not that it's yeah. it's just it's my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know so, how yeah. nuts people are, yeah. and so I literally responded with. I like my guns. I like my freedom. I like my country. What do you think? I lost 900 followers in 24 hours. Well, I'm it's, like, it's such are a you shitty. Serious? Like, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing I mean, I have friends that are avid on the other side. Yeah. And we just don't talk about it. Like, you're That's never going to yeah. flip someone. You're ne- yeah. At no point, it's like arguing with your wife about something. Like, at no point when you're screaming, is she going to, oh, shit, what? You've made you know, a very valid point. Like if you're having a conversation, people might hear you, but once you're just arguing, it's like, dude, you're done. <laughs> just, well, just bail. <laughs> I think it's, it's interesting. The, the, the one way to go about it is, yeah, let's just not talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a more mature way to go about it. Cause I know like Seth, I had Seth and branch come down here for a guest posing. Right. And uh, well, it wasn't a guest posing cause branch wasn't, uh, he was, he had already retired, but he was, it was an appearance anyway. So they came down and at the time I was still kind of more center left. I don't think I've ever been a hardcore liberal, but I was center left. Right. And, um, I, I like things like Medicare for all coming from Canada. Like we Mm -hmm. have, we have a a public system that's like, you know, government run. And I feel like I get all the fucking free healthcare I want. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't ever have to pay for anything. So you know, being, being from Canada and being born into the system and living with it all my life, I'm kind of for it. Right. Right. Cause it's never really hindered me in any shape way, any way, shape or form. So I'm like, it's cool. They should do it too. Right. So we start having a conversation and it was cool because, you know, we talked about guns because we also like in Canada, we don't have like, we have very strict gun laws. Right. Right. So all the things that you guys are arguing about, Canada is like half socialist. So like, I'm kind of used to all these things already. So I don't like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Right. So I'm sitting with two of the most American guys I know. (laughs) Right. For sure. (laughs) I was going to say, yes, you were. (laughs) And I'm like, are they going to kill me if I bring this up? But we actually had like three days because they were here for three days. Right. We had three days of like very like articulate, interesting, in-depth conversation. 
Right. And no arguing, no loud talking, no talking over the other person. And honestly, by the time they fucking left, they had convinced me that gun rights were okay. Right. Which was crazy because nobody, like, like you said, nobody ever changes their mind. Right. Well, because nobody listens. I think that's the difference is, as you know, in, in the world of politics, you don't, you don't listen. You wait for your turn to talk. And if it's not soon enough, you just start talking now. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? I think, you know what, that's an important thing that you said, because I think it was the respect factor, because I respect Seth and I respect, you know, Branch. So I was like, gonna, you know, I sat and listened to their opinions. Right. And Branch brought up actually really, and, they, and, you know, Seth echoed it, but Branch, you know, Branch was like, look, man, I grew up with a, with a rifle at the front door. Right. Like, it's just how we grew up in Texas. Like, my dad taught me how to shoot a gun at four years old. And, and there's like, there's a rifle there. We would go hunting and it was just, it was just there all the time. And, you know, we were taught to respect it. And then, and I think when people like me don't understand gun rights, cause we don't come from a gun culture in Canada. Right. When, when I think gun rights, I'm like, why do they want, you know, why does everybody have to have a gun? But then when branch told me the story of like growing up like that, I'm like, ah, it's kind of like just a tool in their fucking house. Yeah, yeah, they have an axe also for the chopping wood and they got screwdrivers and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it literally that's kind of how he explained it. It's just like another thing in the house. It wasn't like a, oh, we have a gun. Yeah, yeah. We, it's definitely viewed differently. You know, uh I text you when I bought my truck and it was so funny because I bought it without seeing it because yeah. they're hard to come by here. Yeah. So I I literally paid for it before it came in and uh, it comes in and I I open up the uh the console and there's a safe in there yeah oh i look at her i go oh there's a safe she goes well yeah for your gun i'm like fuck that's, i love this country that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is the sales lady i mean it, it, she could have said yeah safe for anything but she was like yeah for your gun <laughs> I, I just laughed because <laughs> i was like, like well, she could have i took it out of my pocket i put it in there i was like well thank you <laughs> i usually keep it on me but now that i have a place for it she could have been like it's for your wallet it's for your fucking it. she's like it's for your gun i'm like yeah she gave me no other option if i didn't have a gun i don't know what i was gonna do with the same <laughs> thank god i have one <laughs> holy fuck man but it yeah. was funny because it was just it was like that's what it's for i mean literally yeah. the way she said it because i'm like well it's Actually, too large. Okay, never mind. It's a gun. <laughs> I'm not going to negotiate with you. Maybe uh, it's for three guns. How was the, the truck? Oh, I love it. I love it. The, you, the only downside is I'm trying to wane my decision-making, trying to make good choices, which won't last for long. It, good choices of what? Can you tell me what you mean? Well, yeah, because I'm trying not to just continue spending money like I always do. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, I bought it, and I was like, oh, I love it. Lifted it. I was like, oh, I really like it. And it was like, well, Supercharger would be nice. Oh, I should probably get a supercharger. <laughs> you gotta okay. You gotta Toyota Tundra, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like I started running through the list, and fortunately or unfortunately, I have friends. I don't. What I can't. I don't have tools other than a gun because I don't use them. Yeah. <laughs> I have a credit card, a checkbook, and a pen. Like that's my toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, me too. I can fix anything with those things. Yeah. But uh, so I called a friend, and I was like, "All right, who who do you know that's a Toyota guy?" he's like oh here call jeff i call this guy i was like what's all the cool shit i need he's like oh okay <laughs> so i just got moved into my new place and uh jeff's gonna spend a lot of my money soon and it's gonna be great what are you doing what are you doing to the truck do you know uh i don't even know yet i just told him i was like look i want ridiculous power 
Uh, I don't care about gas mileage or anything else. I want it to sound nuts. And I just want it to be the coolest Tundra in, there is. In the world. In the world. <laughs> yeah, in the entire world. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, you're going you're gonna to take it off road. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not taking it anywhere. Was, <laughs> yours is, your, is yours black? Yeah. So it's like this. Six-inch lift. But you probably got bigger rooms, though. Yeah. I have 20s uh, on 35, 12.5. So the same tire. So 20s on 35. So basically this. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. Well, I think I, I listened to this fucking huge dilemma. What's this? So I'm like, Dusty's got a truck. I want a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally understand that dilemma because I bought the truck to be like, okay, this is going to be my vehicle. And now that I'm driving it so much, I'm like, well, I don't want to put too many miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell a friend, and he's like, well, why didn't you keep that? Because I had the, um, an RX 350 little SUV. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's a little soccer mom. I need, I need another thing, but it can't be that. I need something else. So now you're going to get another thing. So listen, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> it sounds like, dude, it sounds like we're the same fucking person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this was me trying to have one thing. And now it's like, well, I like this so much, but I can't drive it all the time. I mean, all it's right. crazy. <laughs> so listen to this fucked up story. So I start dieting for the Chicago show. I start dieting for whatever. Then it ends up being Chicago. Then I end up getting like kind of ripped. And I'm like, I start losing my mind. So I trade in my Yukon. I had a lifted Yukon. Mm-hmm. I trade in the Yukon. I buy a Jeep Trackhawk. And it is probably my favorite vehicle I've ever owned. Shit. It's faster than my Corvette. It's more comfortable than my Corvette. Of course. I can drive it in the winter time. It's, I can go get groceries in it. It's like, it does. <laughs> it's everything. It's a badass Corvette, but it's also functional. It does everything. <laughs> it does everything. Like, and, right. and, and it's fast as fuck. Like, it's crazy. So I'm like, now I got the vet sitting in the garage and winter time's coming up. And I'm like, I got a fucking vet sitting there. I can't drive it for five months. I don't even want to drive it. It's, I'm too big for it. And I got a faster car now anyway. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, and I kind of miss my Yukon. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm buying a truck. So I trade in the vet for an F-250. Oh, nice. So the vet's three years old. So I get rid of the vet and I get an F-250 almost fucking even trade. I'm like, awesome. I didn't lose a dollar. Like, perfect. For once, <laughs> for once summer's like, thank God. <laughs> I got a good deal on the trade. I got rid of the vet. And I know people listening are probably going to be going crazy. Like, oh, you got rid of a court. I've had it for three years, though. That's going to be a record for you. It is a record for me. And I just, the, the Jeep is so comfortable and it's just, it's like faster. So I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know why I need the vet anymore. So and you've lost reasons. It's not like you're set. That thing is usually you do like what I did, where it's like, well, now I got a truck. It's like, well, this is awesome, but. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got the list of reasons that you should probably have something else. So now, now your, your list of reasons is because you don't want to yeah. <laughs> just want something else. So now I have the F-250 and I got a whole bunch of parts ordered that are on the way. So I'm gonna, it, the, dude, this truck is so fucking big. Oh, they're like, tanks. I, I've had, I've had a, <clears throat> I had an F-350 dually before. Oh my God. I, I used to have a fifth wheel. Yeah. So I've used it for towing. Actually, I shouldn't say it. It was a situation where a friend of mine bought a fifth wheel and I bought the truck so we could yeah. play. Yeah. It's like, 
you spend 40 grand, I spend 40 grand. We don't have to spend 80 a piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, one, one of those, because it was, it was back in the day, but yeah, those, but dude, how about how big the back of it is? Like you could sit in the back and like put your legs straight out in front of you without touching the seat. Dude, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm, I get in the thing like and I'm like, this thing is fucking humongous. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, and I, and I haven't lifted it yet. And I'm already sitting on top of all the other cars. Like, Oh yeah. I, I'm like, once I lift this thing, I'm going to be like, it's like literally driving a rig. And, and how freaking comfortable is that thing though? I mean, it's, it's humongous. Tank. It's so big. It's so big inside, dude. So the vet's gone. I got the truck. Now I got a whole bunch of shit to play with. I got lift coming, wheels, tires. What are you doing with the lift? Just six inch lift. Cause it's already, cause it's the, already the, huge. the F-250 <laughs> already comes like lifted two or three inches, like from stock. Right. Like what does it fit on it for tires then with the six inch lift? I'll put a 37s. Okay. That's awesome. 20, 24 inch wheel. On 37. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. The big California fucking wheel. I don't like the, I don't yeah. like too much rubber. I plan, I planned mine out because I live in like, uh, like high rise condos. Yeah. So the height of uh, the garage is seven foot two and yeah, my truck is exactly seven feet tall. Yeah. That used, <laughs> that used to scare the fuck out of me with my last truck. Cause I would be like, I go to the airport or something and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get in here. Yeah, see, I, I know exactly how the truck, how tall the truck is, because I, so I literally actually had a friend with me, and I come whipping in the garage, and he's like, shit, he ducked down, he thought we were going to, like, hit, I was like, no, no, we got two inches, he's like, what if you overfill the tires? Yeah, yeah what if you get a bump, and you're like, <laughs> I was like, we're fine, yeah. but yeah, if I pull in uh, across the street at one of the places, I can only go to a certain level in the parking garage, because then it drops down to seven, and I will hit. Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> So, so yeah, and you have nothing to worry about in that truck because you're not fitting in shit. No, no, I, th- <laughs> I think I literally bought the mo- the least functional vehicle possible. Oh, for sure. It's like it's less it's less functional than my Corvette. After I lift after I lift it and everything, it's gonna yeah. be ab- <laughs> it's gonna be absolutely useless. Like it's just gonna be something to look at. Just purely badass. Well, look at I just call Hunter. He knows all about it. He, I heard I heard he's got like, a I heard he's got to lower his. Yeah, because it's so dude. He put he had a video up of his daughter standing next to the tire and it was taller than her. Yeah, what kind, I don't know what he put, I don't know what lift he put on it, but I heard he had to drop it two inches or something like because he was gonna like hurt himself jumping in and out of it. Oh yeah, it was, I mean his truck was I think it was like four, Donna. That's a dog, by the way. <laughs> what is all what is all the training you've been doing? Why are you doing so like intense training with your animals? What's going on? I just don't like I'm obsessive about number one, like things being the way they're supposed to be. And I find that people that have little dogs, let them be assholes. Yeah. Because if you have a big dog and he jumps up on somebody, it's a problem. They go flying across the room. They freak out. People let little dogs be pricks and they're like, Oh, we're little. And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Like they need to be, they need to do it right. So I took them to uh, this place, canine games, left them there for six weeks. Mm. And literally they came back as, little machines, but they didn't, the big thing that a lot of people were, were asking about, they didn't lose their personality. Yeah. They do what they're told. Yeah, and yeah, if, yeah. in fact, I found uh, the, the, my male, he likes it. Yeah. Like when he knows he did right and you're stoked for him. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's all the way down to basic stuff. Like when I get home, I take their leashes off yeah. and then I tell them to, I'm like, all right, sit. Yeah. And then I open the door and I come in the house and I mess around for like five minutes. I'm like, oh, you guys can come in. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just stand there. People are walking by him. I took, uh, I took Donna, the girl, this weekend to California because I was shooting some video. 
So airport, gym. I mean, think about gym, plates falling yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. You, you put her on a, she's got a mat that comes, you know, just like the bottom of a kennel, basically. Yeah. I put it on the ground. I tell her to place. She'll stay there for an hour. Really? Yeah, it's funny because, you know, most people, I mean, you teach a dog to, to sit. It's yeah. like a, it's a circus trick. They'll sit and then somebody hits the doorbell and they run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I tell them to sit, I have to remember to tell them to get back up. Really? Yeah, because they'll just chill. And I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's funny because I'm going to the airport and so many people were like, so those dogs are different. <laughs> what was it like leaving them there for six weeks? Oh, it was brutal because, you know, I, I don't do well with, I'm at home all the time. Yeah. So they're literally like, they just give me something to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I swear they speak English because if not, it would be crazy that I talk to them, which I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a long time. I went and saw them every weekend and kind of saw the progress and, and they worked with me. Yeah. Um, Cause that's the big thing is when you get home, it's like kids, you can send them off to boot camp or whatever you bring them home. If you let them be assholes, then yeah. they'll bounce right back, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so no, it was pretty, it's pretty intensive. Uh, definitely not inexpensive, but, uh, but worth it. Worth it was, yeah. You know, that I, when I tell people what it costs, they always freeze. And I'm like, well, hold up. Cause I pay, it's 4,000 bucks a dog. Um, but for example, I chose to not do it right away. Cause I wanted to spend time with their puppies. Yeah. I'm out $2,000 in rugs. They ruined a couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I actually bought it more than three times because, because of me, you know, it's just dumb stuff. It's not like they chewed up a couch, yeah. but they're dogs being dogs. Like they took a bone that I got. I used to I buy them bones that are uh, actual bones, just cut. Well, they have blood in them sometimes up on a white couch. Oh, fuck. So, oh, yeah. You don't want to explain that to people when it comes over. So, so needless to say, you are worse at spending your money than I am. I'm, yeah. I'm, so you, you thought I was so smart, but then you're starting to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did, thankfully I'm given an allowance by my uh, by my financial guy, so I don't do anything stupid. <laughs> let's let's give it. Let's give the bros that are listening some advice. How I've done an extensive video on how bodybuilders make money. Can you add to that? How do, how did you how did you make your fortune? Because you're spending quite a bit of money. You bought a truck and you're lifting it and this and that. And you're paying for your dogs to get fucking taught manners and shit like. Instead of doing it like a normal person myself. You're doing, I mean, you must be doing well, right? So can you, can you give anybody any insight on how to make it in bodybuilding? Well, I mean, there's a few things. Number one, I cheated because uh, before bodybuilding. So when I was growing up after high school, I was going to go to college like everybody else, get a job. And my, my dad actually told me not to. Okay. And because uh, I was actually, I wanted to go work for his company. He made great money. And I was like, I'll just go do what he does. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, you're unemployable. Like why? You, because I questioned everything. Oh, uh, you're like, just like me. You just don't want to listen to anybody. Yeah. Well, I just, or if I see something that's that a lot of things are done just because that's how we've always done them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not really right. I can show you something that might be better. Yeah. Um, so he literally told me, he's like, don't waste your money. He's like, you need to, you need to own a business. You can figure something out. Just, yeah don't go to college. So I ended up doing that. I got fortunate in that uh, I was working for a supplement company and uh, the guy, a guy purchased it, a new guy, a supplement store, I should say, retail chain. And he came in when he bought the business and just stepped back and watched. Yeah. 
and didn't really say anything, you know? So he, he stepped back and watched and he, he asked me like, Hey, how do we, how do we do orders? And I was like, well, how do we do them? Or how should we do them? Oh, and he was like, well, how do we do them? So I told him and he goes, well, what do you think we should do? And I told him my way. And he was like, well, yeah, the, the way you guys are doing it is stupid. Yeah. So we clicked really quickly and he ended up kind of taking me in and, uh, taught me just a ton about business. And five years later, I bought that chain from him. Really? Yeah. So I bought um, five retail stores and then I owned those for four or five years. Yeah. Then I sold them to the guy who now owns the gym I go to. Okay. Um, And then when I got out of that, uh, I did make a mistake of just living off sponsor money for a little bit. Yeah. Cause I was doing, I was making really good sponsor money, yeah. but um, you quickly realize if something goes wrong, Oh shit, that's my entire income. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it took me a long, took me a long, <laughs> took me a long time to realize that. Yeah. I wasted in hindsight, <clears throat> which I don't believe in everything happens for a reason, but I, yeah. I lost a lot of money sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you've talked about this before. I'm way more, uh, I do better overall in every single thing when I'm busy. Yeah. If I don't have time to breathe, I'm more efficient with everything and I'm better at everything. Yeah, but I have to be hungry to be busy. What do you mean? I don't mean, I don't mean that figuratively. I mean it literally. Like, if I'm not hungry, I'm lazy as fuck. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, this insightful thing. Like, no, literally, I have to be hungry. No, no, no. I'm like, that's the literal, I meant it by the literal definition. If I have to be. <laughs> If I'm not, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> the quote of the century. No, I mean, literally hungry. I did not no, eat. For I'm just telling the truth. If I'm stuffing, <laughs> listen, if I'm in the off season, everybody, I just said it differently than everybody else says it. Everybody else says it. Everybody else says it too. When you're right? hibernating like a bear. When you're, when you're dieting, you're more productive. And, it, right. and, it, and the reason is because you're fucking hungry. So when I'm hungry, I'm not tired and I'm not sleepy and I'm not, and I just feel like I, I can get up and go. And then that fucking wheel won't stop. It just, right. Like, right. But when I'm full, I'm happy. And I'm like, Hey, I don't want to do that. It just like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I actually do though. Cause it's, I used to say the same thing with my uh, employees in the stores in the end of the fourth quarter, November, December sports supplements slow down. Yeah. People yeah. are getting fat. They're eating other shit. They're spending money on other things. Yeah. And I would, it drove me crazy because my employees, because they weren't busy with customers, yeah. were lazy. I'd yeah. come in and an order's not out that's been there for an hour, yeah. but had they been slammed with customers, the order would be out and the customers would be helped. They would have did everything. And yeah. it'd be clean. Yeah. And it'd be, yeah. you'd come in and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And you just see yeah. that if you're not moving, yeah. and maybe that's because they're moving so much they didn't have time to eat. I didn't catch that. They're hungry. Well, no, I'm, t- I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I... <laughs> I know you think it's funny, but it's true because even my, like my, my father-in-law, for example, and my brother-in-law for that fact are both roofers. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to anybody who does manual labor, who like is, is like entrenched in their work, they all say like, I don't eat lunch. So like, yeah, I grab a snack here or there, but like they don't stop to eat. Like, right. like my father-in-law eats when he gets home after like for dinner. Like at five or After six a o'clock. 10 hour day of busting his ass. Yeah. He'll get up on a roof and he'll fucking, he owns the company. That's why. Right. He's not like an employee that just sits down at lunch and eats whatever the fuck he owns the company. So he goes up there at fucking eight in the morning, 
mm-hmm. and he's up there until fucking you know six in the afternoon and then then he eats like a real meal and calms down because he told me he's like when i eat lunch i'm fucking lazy i don't right. i don't my afternoon's shot so <laughs> it cost me too much money to eat lunch <laughs> yeah, yeah so <laughs> so it's just uh anyway going back to what you're saying so we were talking about how you made your money so that was, I mean, so I sold those and then I got, I started doing a few years ago, I started doing coaching again, but yeah. the difference is, and this is what I hate and you know this cause you do it as well. Yeah. I started coaching in 2001. Yeah. Um, and I, I did it for free for a couple of years. Like I would tell people cause all that happened is I helped my ex-wife get ready for a show. Yeah. Um, she did awesome. Yeah. And then people came to me and I was like, I'm not really qualified to yeah. Have you for shows like I am, but I'm not, you know what I mean? So I said, I'll help you. And so for you, for a few years, I was cranking them out, just enjoying it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I have a track record, this and that I'm, I'm going to go for it. And I started pushing. And as you know, this was before it was like, I, I consider online coaching, like, um, like being a hairstylist. And okay. what I mean by that is if you don't know what the fuck you're going to do with your life, you become a trainer. Um, yeah. or, or just like a hairstylist, you're someone who's really fucking good at it. And it's actually your career. Yeah. So there's okay. a difference. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. are hairstylists that that's their career. They bust ass, they make six figures. Yeah. No joke. And then yeah. there's the ones that are like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I guess I go to beauty school. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I look at the training, you know, cause I have clients uh, and I have some clients that are decent coaches, but I do have some clients that ask me the dumbest questions ever and then take people's money. I'm like, mm. you're not ready. Yeah. And that's okay. But, you know, it's just a tricky thing. So I started doing that. And then um, obviously I, I still do the, spon- the sponsor stuff. But I think the biggest, quote, secret is, and you know this, is you don't stop looking for ways. So yeah. I'm doing <clears throat> well above average now. And then I looked and I'm like, shit, I'm not making any money off of YouTube. That's dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what do I do? Well, I think I've made in the last five weeks – 58 videos <laughs> that'll do like, it <laughs> you know and i mean there's there, we're releasing them slow and some of them are quick hits some are full videos and i'm still you know going through and figuring out how to do it yeah yeah but it's one of those things where i think that that's the biggest miss people have is there are so many ways as you know in this industry it drives me crazy i shouldn't say the industry in the planet mm. if you have a entrepreneurial mind at all or even just are hungry to, to make a good living. Yeah. I feel like every time I turn around, I'm like, shit, I could do that too. Yeah. Uh, you know you what I mean? And that's, yeah. I'm not even counting investing in things. I'm talking about personally working on things. Yeah. Obviously the investment stuff, that's the big factor, which you know, all kidding aside about money is you, you can't live off of what you make. You got to live. I live well, I live off of way less than what I make. I have a oh. certain amount of money that goes right yeah. to a financial guy every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. and I'm a huge believer in, in uh, experts. In so you're I mean saying, wait a minute, let me, let me think about that. You, you're saying you live off less than you make. Yeah. I live off more than I make. What do you mean you live off more than you make? I, you I spend mean, more than you make? <laughs> I mean, I'm horrible with money and I well, spend more than I make. Well, thank God you have a wife that's keeping things under control. No, <laughs> she's worse than I am. We're just oh, fucking, shit. yeah, we're just fucking just keep burning the fucking. No, our, our, our solution to life is spend and then work harder to catch up to the spending. 
Do you, do you know what's funny about that? All kidding aside, is uh, my first trainer, JJ Marsh, used to do. He said the same thing. Yeah. He goes, yeah. If I wanted something, I bought it because I could qualify. Yeah. And then I figured out how to pay for it. <laughs> Dusty, if I told you the story, this how it's such a fucked up story. I I lost my contract with SciTech. Right. I was in between contracts, and I signed uh the mortgage for the house i bought before this one right and at the time it was the most expensive house i had ever bought and you were and, in between and i didn't have a job <laughs> Bro, let's do this and i signed the mortgage of my wife's like because you know you got like 60 days before you have to like yeah move in or whatever and sign and start paying and i'm in my and summer's like are we gonna be okay and i'm like yeah i'll work it out and i started coaching and i started doing and I swear to God, it's really fucked up in my life. Like when I want something, I go get it. Mm. It's like I dig myself a little hole and then I find a way out. <laughs> hey, hey, if you can handle the stress that way, it's on you. <laughs> well, it's probably gonna, I'm probably going to die young because of it. But I, it just, it's just the way I've always worked. You know, some people are the opposite. Some people are like, once I have enough money, I will go buy this thing. Right. I'm like how can I get that thing? And then I'll make the money to pay for it afterwards. Right. Well, you know, what's funny is the reason that I do, the reason I pay out the way I do is because um, I don't have a traditional retirement things. Yeah, like no. that. Yeah. And I do. And I do bank on I me. Mean, I'm not gonna lie. I bank on the fact, number one, I have zero interest in ever retiring. Yeah. Like the thought of stopping working is nauseating to me. And I'm like, what would I do? Yeah. My mom talks about this. She's like, well, I'm going to retire. I'm like, do what? And do what? Lay on the couch? And then like, what? You're going to be bored. And t- I, get, I get bored on a vacation after like a week. I'm like, three days in, I'm like, can we go home? Dude, that's exactly that. <laughs> last time, dude, the last time we went on uh, all-inclusive, mm-hmm. I swear to God, on the fourth day, I was like, I'm ready to get back. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to stay and have a good time with you. But if we were going home today, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, I've actually gotten to the point... Uh, where we would travel and I would check, okay, I'm in, I'm going to, me and you, we're doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And after two days, she'd be like, Hey, uh, you're annoying me. So why don't you go work on your computer for a little bit, go do some stuff <laughs> and then come back. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was like, you know, so now it's just, if you're not wired to, it's great for a minute. But you know what happens? I get anxiety because I'm not doing anything and it's not, I mean, I'm not, an, I, I always say this, people forget, but I'm not an important person. I'm not securing cancer. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saving yeah. lives, yeah. but I feel like I'm out of touch. Well, it's your life. You have a pattern for your life. You have a, <laughs> you have a pattern for your life. You have a system in place and you have a way you make money. And that, right. way, that way is doing something every day. Like, yeah. I feel like when you're an entrepreneur, there's no break. Oh, hell no. And I think as the, the one thing bodybuilders don't understand is as bodybuilders, you're an entrepreneur. You, yeah. have to, you have to know how to make fucking money. And if you don't, like I didn't, like, I mean, I always kind of did. But when I got my first contract, I was like, ah, oh, I got a contract. Time, hey, to sit, sit back. time to sit back and fucking eat my meals and work out. Right. And then after a couple of years, I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, this is not enough money. And there's a whole bunch of other ways to make money that I'm not fucking chasing. Right. And even up to very recently, like, you know, we got the supplement company, I get the podcast, and, uh, you know, I'm busy. And I was like, I, you know, I brought this up on one of the podcasts a few weeks ago. I said, I think I'm going to start coaching again. Right. Yeah. I saw you did. 
yeah and i friend i forget who it was it was ben or ian and they're like why and i'm like because number one i like helping people that want to be helped right but i'm like it's a whole fucking revenue stream that i'm just leaving out on the fucking table yeah, like, why would I, you? i've done it i've done it for like i i coach for like a decade right and i'm like i don't know why it's like i think i stopped because i got burned out from it but i'm like right see i'm just selective with who i work with um and and as i say that i don't mean talent i mean work like i love anybody who wants to to do the best they can that doesn't mean they don't mess up that doesn't mean they don't have issues wait a minute but but how do you how do you know that sorry to interrupt but i'm going to the front i'm going through the process right now and guys are like pick me pick me because i'm like i'm only picking like select people and and Mm -hmm. only only a few and people are messaging me and they want me to you know take them on and i'm like i just don't want to end up with guys that are like excited but not really want to they don't really want to work you know those guys who are like i'll do anything and then you give them a diet and they're like can i change all of these things (laughs) can i not eat this and um you know you know what it is and and i'll tell you there's a few things and don't get me wrong I'm, i'm wrong sometimes as well but number one, I do everything month to month. Yeah. Um, and the reason I do that is number one, I could tell them this is comfort. I have to earn your business every month, but you have to earn mine. I think it the other way. Yeah. I say, I think of it the other way around. Yeah. It actually, <laughs> this is probably bad business, but it actually says on my sheet when I send it to people, mm-hmm. Fuad reserves the right to fire you at any moment. Yeah. And I don't think there's any, look, if the right person doesn't care. I don't want to waste, I just don't want to waste my time with people. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I have had so many clients because one of the things it says on the sheets when I send them out is your diet will not be changed unless you followed the previous week's diet. I, I do love that. Well, you, you, they say, I didn't do shit this week. So what are we changing? Well, yeah. we're going to change is you're going to follow the diet. Well, that's, that's <laughs> exactly my point. I'm like, look, I can't change the diet because I don't know what is working and what isn't because you ate a pizza the other day. Right. Like, I can't change your fucking diet. You got to do the fucking diet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just, I can't deal with people who are like, cause I start to feel guilty, right? Like we're going on the third week and I have to keep telling this person, I'm not changing anything. You haven't right. followed. You've, so I start to feel guilty. So I have to like, let these people go. I'm like, I can't train you, man, because you're not listening. Right. And then I feel bad, but it's got, it's not worth it to just be like, Cause I feel like some people want to be coached, but some people want to be motivated. Right. And I'm not, I'm not here to motivate you. No, I have that in mind. Um, <clears throat> like I'll tell you up front, read my, I have a basic write up. Um, yeah. and it's very basic, but it says what I do. Um, and I tell people, make sure that fits what you're looking for. Yeah. And it says right in there, like I don't have pom poms. Yeah. Of time. Yeah. Uh, I don't want you texting me. Yeah. Um, you're going to, this is through email. I like paper trails. I like to make sure we don't mistakes. If you're a local person, 99.9% chance, I'm not going to meet you at the gym. Cause that isn't time efficient for me. Yeah. You know, it's costing me money. Um, and I think when you're up front, people are okay with that. Yeah. Because I do. <clears throat> and I've told people before, if it doesn't sound right, let me give you a list of five other people for yeah. any reason that I trust and you should talk to. And I don't know if you're going to fit with them either. And I think that that helps people too, because it's like, fortunately, and you're in the same position I am, I don't need you to be my client. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need your $200 a month. Um, because it, if, it, 
if it's not fun for me, yeah. and it is fun when you know it is. I mean, you gotta, it doesn't matter I'm, what level. It's it's enjoyable to work for someone who works for you. Like I can't want your goal more than you do. Yeah, but you have to clarify that so people don't take it as an arrogant thing. You're not. We're not. We're not saying I don't need your two hundred bucks. Go fuck yourself. We're saying. I want to help you and, and the $200 is great, but it's not worth it if you're not going to listen and you're going to make, you're just going to, it's just going to be a waste of time. That's the thing is it's, it's not valuable to you either. I've also had people, I mean, here's a prime example for it where I had someone reach out to me. Um, <clears throat> he said, is there any way we can work on the price? And I was like, honestly, man, this is about time more than yeah. anything, yeah. but explain to me what you're thinking. So he did. And I said, listen, here's my advice to you. Don't hire a coach. You need because you can't execute what I need you to do yeah. in your financial situation. But if you follow me and I listed podcasts, if you yeah, follow yeah. these things yeah. and you and you buy this book, yeah, you're gonna have enough information to get yourself rolling. Yeah. You're gonna be further along than if you hired me and couldn't follow. Yeah. And then when things come along, you're good to go because I also don't want somebody to be in that position. And man, I've been there. Like, that's the one thing I hate is when you, when you're doing, listen, I've been on top. I've fallen from the top. <clears throat> I've been back on top. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've had to borrow money from yeah. uh, a brother-in-law's uh, change jar to get gas before. So yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I, I, I have been there. So it's like, yeah. I do understand. And a big factor is I got screwed over by a couple of coaches in the industry when I was broke. Yeah. And that's a game changer. That's one of those things where once, once you've lost money, time, whatever, you're like, I'm never doing that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know. I, I've said numerous times, if you follow the right person, like some of us put out a lot of information online, right? Like there, are, I go through phases where I'll put out like everything, right? right. For, for like a couple months and I'll get kind of burned out. I'll take a month off. But I'm like, if you follow the right person at the right time, you can literally formulate a diet, a training program, and most some people talk about their gear and shit and your stack. Yep. Because if I'm posting a meal, you just remember, oh, oh, Monday, meal five, who I posted, he eats chicken and rice. Mm -hmm. And then like four days later, I post a meal and it's lunch. Oh, his second meal is fucking, you know, rice and steak. And right. after a couple of weeks of someone posting their fucking meals, you got six meals. <laughs> No, I'm serious. If you just, no, you're right. If you just followed somebody and wrote down, oh, there's this, you know, sometimes like you'll post a leg workout, you'll post the whole workout. Yeah, I do it Yeah, you'll be like, oh, okay, there's a leg workout. Fucking write it down. Yeah. Now you got your leg workout. Now wait, well, plus, wait till, and then go to a different pros page <clears throat> and he's probably posted a shoulder workout. Oh, good. Okay, there's my shoulder workout. Mm -hmm. like you, you, can, you can literally piece together a program if you're following enough people just by writing down the meals they post. Plus, I mean, I don't, I mean, I know you're, I'm engulfed in this part of the industry right now, but I do Q and A's every week. That's the other thing. And you can literally ask me. Now, the only thing I, I will say to people, sometimes they'll be like, I'm 185 pounds. What should I eat? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't help you. And I don't mean I can't write your diet, but it's like, there's just not enough information. Um, <laughs> and I won't hand it out like that. But I mean, if you look literally, if you were to follow me for a month mm. and ask I have people ask three or four questions in the Q and A. Yeah. If they're good questions, I answer all of them. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I understand that totally. But even what I'm talking about is like yeah, piecing I'm, it. 
obviously I don't mean like in a contest prep. Yeah. And I don't mean if you're like a serious guy and you want to know the exact calories because whatever I'm eating is not going to match your food. But if you're starting out and you have no idea what to fucking eat, what, to, what idea to do, you're like, oh, he's eating chicken and rice. I'm going to eat the amount of chicken and rice that suits me, like whatever fills me up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you can piece together like the perfect diet, like as if a coach yeah. did it. But if you're a beginner, you just got to get the fucking food in and you're going to grow. Well, look at what you, I mean, it's you and I have talked about this before. Like that, that was, it's gotten overcomplicated now. Where everybody oh wants it too perfect. Yeah. And I remember looking and like when I first, first started and it was like, for example, I, I think I told you this, I've said it on my show before, but the first show I ever did, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I just wanted to get in shape. So I was like, okay, um, I think I was six weeks out or something. When I decided to do this show, I was like, tuna has like nothing in it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have two cans of tuna every three hours for six weeks. <laughs> and that's what I did. <laughs> and, and trust and believe I got in shape. Now I lost a bunch of muscle. You lost half your actually, muscle. In the actually, I didn't have a lot of muscle, but, but <laughs> what little bit I had, I lost, yeah. but it was one of those things where like that. And then when I got into off season, it was the same. Yeah. I literally looked in the magazines. I was like, okay, so that's how they eat. And then they talked about cheat meals. So I was having one every day. One cheat meal um, every day. Yeah. Every day. But you're and, only eating tuna on your other meals. So you probably needed it. Well, that, yeah, that was when I was in contest. So, no, the rest, like when I started oh, off-season, off season, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed the plan. And then if I was still hungry, I would have a seventh meal. Now, of course, in time, that became a little bigger meal. And, well, maybe we'll have two cheat meals and I was fat as fuck. But, <laughs> but the point is, it was back to the simplicity. Like, in me, it was like McDonald's, protein, carbs, fats. Okay, good. Yeah. And I know that's not accurate, but in comparison, these guys are busting out beakers and Bunsen burners to figure out their fucking bodybuilding diet. I'm like, I know, I know. It's funny you said that about the cheat meals. I just talked to Keon Pearson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to get into that a little bit. We were talking about his diet and he's like, even cause he's working with Dorian now, Hamilton. Right. And when I had Keon on the first time, I don't think he was working with Dorian yet. And he told me he had a lot of cheat meals. And I know Dorian's not big on that, but he's like, I don't care. I have a cheat meal every night. Right. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I eat my five or six meals and my fifth meal is usually something shitty, whether it's right. Chipotle or McDonald's or whatever. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's my kind of diet. That's what I, <laughs> that's, <do> this. <laughs> that's, what I that's what I've been doing for fucking 20 years. It's not revolutionary. And then I actually recall Luke, you know, Luke used to say that too. He's like, I eat my five or six meals and whatever the fuck I want to have on top of it is my prerogative. Right. And I actually just think it's, it's such a beautiful fucking diet. I just do. I, and if you get too fat, you, you pull back a little bit. Maybe you have a cheat meal every other day or every, but I yeah. just, I just feel like it keeps you sane. Yep. And Keon put on like 25 pounds of fucking stage weight. So it's got to work. That's the thing is if you're in your off season, I think, <clears throat> and you know this as a coach though, it's such a, I, 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 I hate it because I put out my content so people yeah. see what I'm doing. Yeah. And then my clients see what I'm doing versus what they're doing. But the problem is I execute every other piece perfectly. Or I, you know, one thing that I push a ton in, and you know, this is true. At least it was for me. I was a bodybuilder for years before I ever worked out. I didn't know that. Meaning what? What does that mean? 
Meaning, so I'll just give the quick rundown. I went to the gym with, uh, with a, a guy that was a great amateur and, uh, for the first time. And I had been bodybuilding for years and we're doing extensions. Yeah, extensions, extensions, extensions. After like five sets, I was like, hey, how many sets are we going to do here? He goes, oh, I'm waiting for you to do one. I remember this story. Yeah, and I was that's like, right. what? That's right. that's right, that's right. So he kicked the shit out of me for that workout. <clears throat> and I realized, oh, this is training. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And it only took one, and my training changed permanently. Like, yeah. <clears throat> so what I mean by that is, again, again, like you said, I can afford it. Like, I just put up a picture last night. You know, I ate like shit for, God, I probably had four cheat meals a day for three days a week yeah. um, every time we were filming. Because you know how that goes. You're just busy, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I need a shit ton of calories. Yeah. And, I mean, it was anything I could try my hands Trying to play catch up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I gained some weight, but it's like the point of my post truthfully was you don't get fat overnight Yeah. if you're doing things correctly the whole time. Yeah. So it's the same. It's like, you can do that. But the problem is just like I did when I was younger, they said, I started with one cheat meal. Yeah. Then it faded into, I don't bodybuild food anymore. Yeah. It was just, well, now I'm McDonald's three times a day. <laughs> Shit all the time. Yeah. Cause you start craving it more. You start, your taste buds start getting used to it and you're like, I'm just going to have another cheat meal. And you start justifying it to yourself too. You're like, mm-hmm. that's okay. The extra calories are good for me. I need them. And really you're just getting fatter and fatter. But Let I, me uh, ask this for you with your, when you were, cause I know, I know that you've, you've been a team fat fuck member before. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. When I look back. So this is interesting. I used to puke every leg day, every back day. Mm. Now I couldn't, if it was my goal in life, and I'm wondering how much of that was just because I was a fat fuck and was eating so terribly that I would get sick. Cause it's not like I, I'm not some, I don't do cardio. I, you know what I mean? I'm not saying yeah. yeah. my athletic uh, prowess didn't change. <laughs> so I never had that problem. I never, I think I've literally puked maybe a handful of times in my career. Yeah. I haven't yeah. in years now, other than if I take a, but even strong flavored pre-workout i'm like oh shit shouldn't have done yeah, but that. even back then even back then when i was eating like a lot of crap mm-hmm. i never i don't know i've never people are like oh you know maybe you don't push yourself hard enough and i'm like okay maybe but i don't i don't know <laughs> i just i just no, never... i can definitely say it's not that yeah. because back in the day number no not even defending you but i had workouts where it was like now in hindsight i thought i was training hard and it wasn't yeah. really and yeah. I was still puking, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had accepted it, though. It was like, oh, man, I go join a pizza. <laughs> so, listen, I wanted to get into. Um, More shit that I, I want to, know about? No, well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be We have not done well about things we don't know. No, talk. we haven't, because we've been talking about bodybuilding for the last 15 minutes. Bodybuilding and trucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the truck guys are probably like, oh, you guys don't know shit. That's not. Um, I don't. No, okay. what I wanted to get into, actually, the reason I wanted to have you on and and uh i want to talk about all the controversial shit that's going on in the ifbb because it seems like i don't know if it's manufactured controversy or if it's actual controversy but it feels like people are bitching about everything right like what are we like well some of it's justified and some of it's not and i feel like the non-justified parts are like people are mad about keon but first of all they're mad about his placing that's normal people get mad about placings all the time some people are like Mm -hmm. oh he didn't win the show whatever but more importantly, people are like, why isn't he competing? And they're fucking outraged. And I'm like, in my mind, I feel like saying fuck you. Because right. I'm like, and it's probably wrong to say fuck you to your fans. But like, if I was Keon, I'd be like, 
you entitled motherfuckers. Right. Yeah, I owe you. You're not the ones who have to fucking suffer and diet and starve and do all the drugs and worry about your mental health and whatever other reason he has for not competing. Right. You guys don't have to worry about that. It's easy for you to say, oh, why don't you just fucking do it? Right. Do you know what he has? Like, do you understand what he has to go through to do it? Right. Maybe you've competed, but have you competed at that fucking level where you right. under, understand what he's saying? And even if you have, who's to say he's just not a different person? Like, like James can climb Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> right. right? <clears throat> I can't. So like everybody's fucking different. And I don't, I feel like, I feel like fans are really entitled when they're like, well, he should fucking do it. Cause I want him to, and I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. You know, what's crazy is, uh, I actually, this is, this is funny, but I learned this, a lesson that I feel can literally cover all of this, um, from a 12 year old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So a friend of mine has a kid that's just a lifelong family of soccer players. Yeah. And he is a God. He's just okay. phenomenal. He's, they started playing when he could walk and he's unreal. And, uh, he started kind of not loving it. Yeah. And then finally this year they were like, Hey, well you could, you want to play football. You don't have to play year round. Yeah. So you can play football or you can play basketball and soccer. Yeah. And he was like, well, I want to play basketball, but I don't want to play soccer. Yeah. And his parents, family, coaches, everyone's like, well, no, no, no. I mean, you can play basketball, but you're going to play soccer. Yeah. And he literally said, he goes, I don't understand why you guys are stuck on doing things that don't bring you joy. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. He's, he literally told his mom, he's like, I don't care that I'm good at it. I don't want to do it. It doesn't make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing, but yeah. people don't get that. Like, so Keon loves bodybuilding. He obviously does, but whether it's he's dying to make more improvements, he needs a mental break for whatever reason, he does not see enough joy in doing the Olympia yeah. to do it. Yeah. So I don't understand why people can't just say, oh, okay. Because well, I think that should be life in general. Like, do your thing, dude. Yeah. And that's <laughs> okay, the thing. quits tomorrow. Okay. That's the thing. Me and Ian were doing a podcast last week. And Ian, I think Ian was alluding to the fact that, like, well, maybe he's sick. Maybe he's not feeling well. Maybe he has an injury. Maybe. And I'm like, why does it have to be any of those things? Why does he have to have an excuse? Mm -hmm. Why can't he just say, I don't feel like it? I don't, I'm tired. I'm tired. Why does, why does he owe anybody anything? Like, I mean, look, I try and like, I try and do things that I think the fans will like and try mm -hmm. and, and give back to fans and stuff. Yeah. But within the realm of my happiness. Right. And the fans, the real fans understand that. Right. And, and I think Keon's real fans understand that too. They're like, Hey man, as long as, you know, Whatever, whatever, whatever makes you happy, that's what you should do. And I've seen those comments as well. Right. But there's an entire half of the people that are like, oh, you're fucking missing out. You're fuck. you should go do it. You should this, you should that. And I'm like, you're not. I think though it's one of those things where what you've got is a bunch of people who can't do what he has the opportunity to do. Yeah. And they can't imagine passing up on it because from their standpoint, mm. What would be better? What would be more important? What would make you happier? Because it's all they want. 
but you know this as much as I do. You don't know what you really want until you have it or don't. Mm. You know, like I feel like, I mean, here, you, you, you have to have something. And how often do you go do something or whatever and it's not what you thought it was going to be? Like the F-250. Exactly. I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be great. And now now it feels like I'm driving a bus. No. Um, (laughs) No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're right. I I have a friend actually, and she had, she taught me this, which was so funny, but you ever notice if, like, if I were to call you and say, Hey, Fula, you want to, you want to meet up and go get some dinner tonight? Yeah. You can't just say no. You have to say no. And then tell me why you feel like you have to tell me why, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like everyone does it. Oh, I can't because, and it's funny because I have a friend and I'll be like, Hey, Tracy, you want to uh, meet me here? She goes, no. I'm like, you can see, but she's probably, ah. but wait a minute. Is she a what, good friend? Is oh, she she's good? awesome. Well, see, but I she, can... that's her, but her, her, what's funny is I actually asked her about it one time. I go, I have to ask Tracy, like you, you just, she goes, well, yeah, I don't, I mean, does it matter why? Yeah. I don't have to you give you a reason. You don't want to. Yeah. Or I can't or whatever. But the bottom line is I'm not going to meet you. So why does it matter? And it was so funny because I'm, I'm mind blown at the simplicity and the fact that she is right. But I've done it before where I'm like, because ah. my true answer is I don't fucking want to do that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm super busy with clients, so I just can't. Yeah, I can't just yeah. be like, yeah, I fucking hate golf, dude. I don't tell you. <laughs> I think it depends on the person you're talking to because me and Paul, me and Paul are best friends. Right. So he'll call me be like, you want to go for breakfast? I'll be like, nah, I don't feel like it. Yeah, but that's different because Keon's talking about all his fans. No, no, I know. But that's, what, that's, that's, know. What that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. If it's someone close, you can absolutely knock it down. You know, I mean, it's the same reason I would. But, I, but I, that's what angers me about the fans is I don't owe you. Right. right? <laughs> I, 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 I enjoy giving to you, mm-hmm. but I don't owe you. Right. Right. That's the difference. So like the podcast, I enjoy doing a podcast and I'm extremely happy that people like it. Right. But I don't owe. Like You don't have to keep doing like it. Like if or... tomorrow I decide I don't want to do the podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't expect to get people shitting on me. <laughs> they probably will. They're probably like, oh, you're fucking you're lazy, whatever. But I don't, like, Keon doesn't owe mm-hmm. anybody. Deal. It's his Olympia. Right. Yeah. He's the one who qualified. It's his fucking choice. Right? I'm sure he sat down and thought about it. I mean, you know, I don't know. Did you see Guy put up that, uh, yeah. that post about, you know, the stage won't always be there? Keon said Guy talked to him. They t- they yeah, said. yeah. And I don't think it's about, I don't think it was a direct shot at him either. But I think what's cool about that is it's, you can flip it on the other side too and say, well, neither are the things that he's doing instead. Yeah. Because nothing is always going to be there. If there's yeah. anything I've learned in life is – Fucking sit in this moment and whatever it is, soak it up if you're, ha- if you're liking it. And if it's yeah. not, change it because nothing too good or too bad lasts too long. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, I've said on this podcast numerous times. To the not this one. This is brand new. Well, this, this one's brand new. <laughs> you said shit on this podcast. Yeah, this is a brand new. I mean, <laughs> you're a liar. Nobody's heard, nobody's heard this before. No, I've said numerous times that my only regret in my career was not doing all the Olympias I qualified for. Right. And I actually said that to Keon, but mm-hmm. that's me. He's yes. Keon. And mm-hmm. I feel like people put their own thoughts and feelings onto other people. Oh, for sure. Like, like you were saying earlier, like to somebody else that, how could you skip the Olympia? It's the greatest thing in the universe. Yep. And 
maybe it is to that person. Right. And to mm-hmm. me, and to me, maybe my biggest regret is not doing Olympia, but maybe Keon will never regret not doing Olympia. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Maybe he'll just do it next year and he'll be like, yeah, I skipped that one year. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I just, the whole point of the conversation I'm bringing up is I feel like fans need to calm the fuck down a bit right. and not be so hard on athletes or so judgmental or so, and, and fuck, if the guy places where you don't think he should have placed, don't take it out on him. Take it out on the judges. Is it, is it my, is it my, there's been a lot of that this year. It's like, isn't it yeah. fucking mind blowing? The guy places, wins a show and people shit on him. And I'm like, he didn't go tell the judges where to place them. Yeah. He walked down there and changed their numbers. One. <laughs> I just, and I think there's a lot of really, and I, I I'm generalizing. So I, I feel bad for like, yeah, you're not hitting all the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel bad for painting with a broad brush, but there's a segment of people that mm-hmm. just have this sense of entitlement, like, like I owe them. Mm-hmm. No, Keon owes them. He's got to do what they want. He's got to compete. And I'm like, no, they don't owe you anything. It's his life. Right. If you don't like that he's not competing to the point where you're angry, just unfollow him. Right? Don't like don't go on his page and shit on him. Just be like, oh, he's disappointed me. I'm gonna unfollow him. And that's it. Then nobody has to be like, right? You know <laughs> I, I guess what's confusing for me, Fuad, is uh no one else's life really impacts me. Yeah. So like I enjoy your podcast. Yeah. I, I actually listen to him. I mean, it's funny because of bodybuilding, I don't spend a lot of time, but every now anytime I have a minute, I will always pop on yeah. You know, like bodybuilding bollocks and just listen to it, whatever. Yeah. But if you stop tomorrow, like my world doesn't end. I don't. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. It'll be okay. Like I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even like, it'd be one of those things where I'd go, oh shit, that stopped happening. Yeah. And so we'd be like, yeah, six weeks. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's weird to me because the same fans who freak out, uh, I shouldn't say fans, the same people who freak out about things like that don't realize that I always say, if I were to stop posting tomorrow and just disappear, no one cares. No, no. Like I've it's, no- it's the, the reason for the big, like I always laugh at people like taking a break from Instagram. I want to make sure you all know, be safe. I'll be back. I know you're concerned. <laughs> Holy shit. Your life. I, I would just disappear. Like that would be me walking away from bodybuilding. I would just disappear I and, because that. I don't need, no one cares. Well, like, even that's if, not no, totally even if they, true. No, but even if they support you at the end of the day, and, and I have great fans, but even if they support you at the highest level, yeah. it really doesn't affect their life. Well, that's you not made totally, your mark. That's not totally, <laughs> that's not totally true. I, I, like, I'm going to push back a little bit because I think, see, this is what I do think they just, they, you're, is owed to your fans. A heads up. Right. That I feel like your fans, you owe that to your fans. Right. I think what you're talking about is also true, though. I think after you give them that heads up, they don't care anymore. Right. What's right. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna be like, oh, fucking Dusty's podcast no longer on the air, and they're gonna cry for months on end. It's not. They're gonna yeah. be like, ah, that sucks, and then they're gonna watch somebody else's podcast. Right. Well, it's, I mean, yeah. the prime example is Body Bone Box. Like, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like. There's still even when you guys put when that when the guy who does the uh, Instagram page for you guys yeah. put stuff up, I'm like, it was so full, so good. Well, <laughs> You're know. like, I selfishly, selfishly, I'm like, 
Damn it. I mean, be, beyond the obvious, so I'm not heartless, but it's like, yes, I wish that were still there. And not just for the obvious reason, just because it's that enjoyable. Yeah. But instead, I look back and go, God, that's funny. I think I'm going to go back and watch them brawl about fighting 100 bears again. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, so so I, do, I do know what you're saying, but I guess the thing is, is it's, it's, you're not arrogant enough to believe it matters that much. And I think that's the key is if you ever think the opposite, oh, you've yeah. lost your fucking way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people. It's funny. I see people with like 100 followers and they're like, I have a big announcement coming tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know if anybody's listening. Yeah. Well, uh, and it's, <laughs> I've always thought that just in the opposite. I like to, for example, I will hint at things, but not it's in a way to just keep interest. Cause for example, like I knew I was training with Dante all week yeah, yeah. and filming it, yeah. but I also didn't want to say anything until it was happening. Well, that's <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute though. There's a different, no, 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 it's a, a totally different thing, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I did do that, but I've never posted up something like that, even for, unless I'm sure of things, because I am super nervous about things in life. <laughs> I no, had Dante no. scheduled for my show before and, and he was like, man, I'm so busy. And I was like, Holy shit, I'm glad it's telling <laughs> Yeah, no, but there's a difference between um, there's a difference between keeping uh, people in suspense for marketing purposes, right, or for interest, or for you know to build the yeah, interest yeah, yeah. Or whatever you're yeah, doing. Yeah. And there's a difference between <laughs> like just you're so self-centered that you're like, ah, I got, I got you. I'm gonna make you all sit on the edge of your seats, and I'm like, you're gonna wait. Yeah, I, no, it's but, funny because the next morning I just start refreshing on their page over and over <laughs> like any second he's gonna tell me what's happening yeah if i just refresh five more times <laughs> it's fucked up okay so that's the, the key on controversy i think we kind of beat that to death yes we did covered that <laughs> well i just i just wanted to i just feel bad you know what man i think maybe i'm like the fucking bodybuilding's white knight like i just i feel like i gotta protect everybody i don't know why i feel that way i just feel like when people shit on bodybuilders i'm like you don't know how that guy feels Right. No, and you and I, I have to admit, you have kind of taken that. But what I like is you always take that role. Um, even for example, with with uh, some of the other the '90s bodybuilders shitting on all of us all the time. Yeah. You take the roles with respect, though. Yeah. It's like all I'm trying to do is make the sport better. Well, I because think that's what you're. What if I was going to say that what you were doing? Everything is about making the sport better for the athletes and the fans. Well, I guess that leads me into the next thing I want to talk about, which is this whole controversy with Sean Ray and people put out a petition and all this stuff. And <laughs> I got some, I got some phone calls and I was like, I didn't fucking do, that's not my petition. I didn't start it. I didn't fucking, I have nothing to do with it. Right. And, uh, people are pretty fucking up in arms about this whole thing. And I'm like, it's kind of got, a, it's got, a, I think it started, I don't want to say it started, but I think like we started bitching about it on my podcast, like right a few months ago. And I, we kept, we keep kind of keep bitching about it. And I think it's like, it's you, you guys, you were just kindling the flame and then someone came in with gasoline last week and threw it on it. Well, you know, it's funny. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because we actually touched on this on uh, it's just bodybuilding. Cause I, you know, this is, this is how I like to report the news. I listen to half and then I bail. 
when yeah. I make my decisions. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> intelligent. Always, always make sure I really know what's going on. Yeah. But no, I was, I, I had saw that you had put your post up about, you know, telling people like, Hey, maybe we could take it down, whatever. Yeah. And I, I understood that because I know you're, you didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, but I also was like, I, it's, it's, how do I put it? I like that the fans are, they want you to do it. I actually agree with, I would like to see that happen, but it's the way they went about doing it. It was like, yeah. let's burn this guy down. He's a complete yeah. piece of shit. Piss yeah. on his entire career and everything he's done to become a legend. Yeah. Just because of this. And then I do see that it probably looks like you were like, Hey, bro, you should put this thing out there. Well, because, well this is why I, I felt almost embarrassed because a couple people posted and they're like, it's not about you. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not trying to make it about me. I'm trying to actually make it not about me. And the only reason I'm saying anything is because I got some phone calls. A lot of other people made it about me first. <laughs> yeah, and I got, and I'm like, I'm trying to separate myself from this shit because it's not, I didn't do it, right? And I don't think it's, right. I actually just don't think it's tactful. Like, I don't think right. it's, I don't know, man. Look, the IFBB is, is the IFBB. They don't, you can't twist arms. No. Like people are like, oh, if there's one guy wrote, if there's enough social pressure, they'll change. I'm like, you don't know the fuck you're talking about, do you? They've never been pressured in any way in any direction <laughs> ever. They don't give a fuck about social pressure. This is how you <laughs> fuck yourself. This is, they own the shit. You don't like That's it? A- this this is that this is the IFBB. You don't like it? Go start your own federation. Yeah, like but, everyone else that's tried, and <laughs> all and they've all failed because yeah, miserably <laughs> because they know what they're doing. Yeah. In, in this case, I don't like I said I don't agree with Sean Ray's commentary, but it's not the way to go about it, right? right. And, and I've spoken to, I had a conversation with Dan Solomon like three months ago. Mm-hmm. He knows I'm interested. He's just like, look, we don't. It's, it's not, we don't need the position filled right now. Here's the thing that I think people don't think about too, in a business, okay? Yeah. In the business of both the IPB and the Olympia. Okay, yeah. so think about how big the Olympia is. Yeah. And, and this is no disrespect to you, Sean, or anyone else. Oh, no, it's fine, yeah. But this is like just above, hey, guys, I think that the carpet in the hallway should be yellow instead of blue. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. No, but That's not like, true. No, but, tr- no, but truthfully, true. when you look at the highest level of importance, you, when you're talking no, about hundreds I, of thousands of dollars and all these things, it's not that important on the list. If you run businesses, no, you know that. I disagree 100%. And, and ah. I'll tell you why. I think the problem... Okay, and I'm not saying this because I, I'm trying to say I want to be the commentator and it's so important. I think in terms of the show itself, mm-hmm. you're right the color of the fucking drapes is just as important as the commentator. Right. In terms of growth of the sport, I don't agree with you because oh, no. I'm saying how they treat it. Not how no, no. it is. Yeah. Yeah. How they treat it. Yeah. Oh, you're right yeah. about that. But I think yeah. the, the fact of the matter is, and I keep using this fucking analogy and I, I will always use the analogy because I don't know anything about fighting. Right. Right. After watching UFC and listening to Joe Rogan, I know everything about fighting. <laughs> right. Right? Yes, I hear you. I know every move. I know how they get into them. I know what they're called. Right. I am a jujitsu black belt after listening sure. to it, right? So 
that's what the commentator should that's what when people listen to a bodybuilding show and the commentator they should feel like they're chris acito right no and i do agree right. with that and that's i, I want to clarify before we go too far further that's what i mean is how they're how the olympia is treating it yeah. versus how i see it i agree with you all the way down i mean slightly off subject but i wish shows would stop making the backdrop a place to hammer home every fucking sponsor and making the athletes look worse. Well, I don't know. It's to me, it's not about the sponsors as much as like, I know they're trying to glitz it up by making it like putting the big screen with all the fucking mm -hmm. animation. But I agree with you hundred percent black, black drape, at least for, yes. at least for prejudging. Yeah. Should be. Let the athletes, be, yeah. the look of the athlete be the most important thing. So that's how I look at this as well, because I'll tell you this, from when I didn't know about bodybuilding, another thing that I used to hate was when they would talk over the entire routine and I mm. couldn't watch the routine at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I feel like there's a, there's a line between the two where I, I wish that the, the powers that be that run the Olympia, which is a now new powers that be, so maybe things will start to shift. Um, but I do think at some point you have to ask, like, I rented an Airbnb last week, okay? Mm -hmm. Matt and I rented a couple of them. And we were talking about things that could be better. And if I own that Airbnb, I'd ask you, yeah, what yeah. could be better? Yeah. Because I want more money. I want more of you. I want to charge more. I want more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah. And if I give you what you want, I get all that stuff. And that's where I feel like the, the fans are trying to help. And I wish they would listen. Because if, if you're, let's be honest, and everyone knows Sean Ray is a legend. Yeah. And he's a great bodybuilder and all those things. Yeah. But number one, some of these kids never saw him. I mean, they've seen pictures, but they didn't, how do I put this? They didn't feel his aura like you yeah. and I did watching yeah. him. Um, yeah. They don't give a shit. Yeah. You're, you're a dick. We don't like the way you're doing it. Yeah. We want someone else to do it. We like Fuad or whomever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, look at this prick popping in late. I get this. Did you, did you, did you shake this fucking time? Five did you, seconds. So just <laughs> he's been here for two seconds. I'm already hammered. Where the fuck have you been? Did you, did you shave your? Did you tra trim your beard into like a triangle? It was good. I just I just shaved it up a little bit. Oh right, yeah, it's good. I like, I like that you got ready for me. Why don't you that. Why don't you dye it? Why do you leave it gray? Because oh, I'm a man. <laughs> I tell Charles Dixon the same thing. He goes, hey, bro, why don't you I'm like, I, that's Yeah, like, but you can like, you can, you can like half dye it. Like I, I, I half dyed my face. So. Guys that dye their hair is just as weird as guys that paint their fingernails. I don't know. No, it's it. not. Guys who dye their face is the same as guys who shave their balls. That's the same. That's not easy. <laughs> that's the same. Wait, that's the wait, same. Wait, are we saying a guy has giant hairy balls? Yes. Guy probably doesn't shave his balls. I have, first of all, the only place I have hair, eyebrows, eyelashes, face, and head. Everything else is not existent. Let's just throw that out there for the general public. He's uh, like, before exactly. this show goes a step further, he's, my balls are shaved. He's comparing changing the color of a hair to completely shaving something off. No, well, I'm saying it's, it's, it's manicuring your shit, like looking good. It's part of looking good. <laughs> Right? Yeah, but like the, the chicks, like chicks like salt and pepper. You know what? Take a poll, dye your beard, or salt and pepper. Just okay. Ask. No, we're gonna just. I'll, well, I I'll, actually, I'll I actually already, I already did that actually. So did he is really? right. <laughs> they like the salt and pepper. <laughs> no, I, I literally did the same thing because I was like, "Fuck!" Wait, I went from like a little beard. salt and pepper to gray. You don't like dye your beard. Now. No, no. So that's what happened. Is I, 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 when my beard was growing, I was like, "Shit, this thing is." It's, it's salt and salt and salt and a little pepper. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this. So there's, I got, this is a lot more sodium than it is pepper, pal. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I just, I did, I posted it and I said, hey, leave it or, or die it. And I'm not kidding you. It was like 98% leave it the fuck alone. No. <laughs> I no swear way. to God. I swear Maybe to you. Maybe all the women that follow you are old. Wait, do you dye your beard, Fouad? Yeah, I did today. He does a touch-up dye. But, but, I do, but, I, but, I, but I do like a little, I don't want it like black because then it looks fucking stupid. I want it to Yeah, look, but I can still see the gray. I know, that's what I want. But it was really gray this morning. So I don't want to look like, I don't want to look totally metro. Can I'm you, like, can like you little walk little. me through the process of, of which you do that? Okay, I will. So you're, yeah. supposed, to, so you're supposed to... <laughs> finally, we're into some gold. Right. So this is why he learning. wants me on this podcast, because I, yeah. I go hard left right away. I'm here for 37 seconds. Like, so you have your, fucking uh, life. your, your uh, hair for men, hair dye for men, your little box. And it's got two tubes, right? One's dye and one's like the bleach. And you mix them together and you have a little brush and you just mix it all up and then you paint your fucking beard with it, right? If you leave it on really long, the whole beard will be black. If you leave it on for like half the time, you get like a kind of natural look. So you still cover the whole thing. Yeah, I still cover all the gray areas, but I just don't let it sit for like 10 minutes. Yeah, but doesn't it like, I feel like my beard is like either pitch black or white. I feel like if I do that, I... If I ever put stuff in my beard, I didn't ever want people to be like, oh, I can tell you dye your beard. Well, if I were you, that's I, weird. It's, probably, it's harder to do it when it's already that long. Like, if I did, like I did it now, and then the hair will grow black. Because the, the underneath shit is growing in gray. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got it. Okay. okay. So, the, so the hair that's dyed will stay dyed, and it'll grow out. So yeah, what happens when you shower? It's got to come, like, like, come out a little bit. Yeah. Every, like, it, not a lot, though. Like, it actually stays for quite a while. I don't. It's like a lot of stuff. I mean, I, my beard's never been that fucking long either. Your shit looks <laughs> even that long. Your shit looks like Osama, man. <laughs> I'll shave it tonight. And I'll look like fucking Dusty by the time I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the issue right there, though, man. Is you guys, if you put too much effort in flood, you're raising expectations. For who? In life. See, this is my vision on on people. See, a guy like me who's definitely like a hard six out of 10. A hard six? You don't want to put in a, yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be shooting for the moon here because they're like, dude, he's trying his ass off and he's still a six. If I'm like lazy, yeah, they're but like, he, well, maybe he'd be a seven if he tried, but I wouldn't. But maybe, but maybe you would, maybe if you gave a little effort. Oh no, I tried, I was still a six. I it didn't matter, it. didn't, didn't Damn do it. it. Still a six, son of a bitch, I gotta be funny. He's ready for this. Dusty has like the, the like, I just shaved like shadow. So last year, this was the funniest. I was in the gym and I just shaved maybe two days ago. And this fucking guy, he's gotta be 60 years old, maybe 50. He was, he's gonna you know, have to be at least 60. He comes up to me and he goes, from a dude, he goes, Man, I have to say, he goes, You were like a you looked like a fucking badass with your beard. He goes, but now that you shaved. He goes, it's an even like more badass statement. He's like, because with the beard, you expect to be a badass. He's like, but now that you shaved it, it's like, look at me now. I'm even tougher without a beard. And I was like, I've never heard that before. So I really don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say to you right now, sir. I was like, like I don't really know how to fucking take this. Sounds so like, he's, hitting, sounds like he's hitting on you. Did you get a free jury kind of this? A meal? What, yeah. What'd you get? Where did what? he take you? Did he gay for pay you or something? Oh, is that where the fucking three grand in my bank account came from? Yes. <laughs> hey, how many guys do you know have actually done gay for pay? Because 
I did a thing about bodybuilders making money and everybody thinks it's gay for pay. And I'm like, I don't know anybody who's done that shit. Like you know some. <laughs> gay for pay. Like, I don't know any. Like, like you, you got it. There's a lot of weird shit out there. Well, gay for pay is, isn't gay for pay when like someone, uh, you do like a webcam posing or something like that. I don't know. I kind of even softer than that, though, like because I think some of these guys is, I think some I of these pictures guys are taking that are that are pretty a, gay for pay. I have a friend who's an amateur bodybuilder that I know that uh, he like didn't believe this was going to happen. He was at an amateur show. I was actually at the show in the hotel when this happened, and some guy came by for fifteen minutes. Why he posed in his posing trunks? The guy sat in the corner of the room while he just hit his mandatories, gave him a thousand bucks cash, and walked out. Where okay? in his room? In, no, in his in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's not gay because this guy's wearing, like, is your buddy wearing trunks? Yeah, trunks. <laughs> like, are you asking? Like, when you say gay for pay, does that mean like somebody posed for somebody? <laughs> no. My, my version of gay for pay is somebody no. messages you and says, "I want to watch you pose on your webcam," and I'll pay you 50 bucks to watch you pose on your webcam. I honestly don't know anybody. I don't know. I don't even to know. To me, it. that's gay for pay, right? Because the guy on the other side of the camera is getting off. So that's gay for pay. Yeah. And so you're if saying if, you if, 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 the, if the bodybuilder is naked and the other guy's getting off, it's gay for pay. I don't even think you have to be naked. I think if the guy's getting off, it's gay for pay. Okay. Right? Like if you're posing for your coach, it's not gay for pay. No. <laughs> but if, you're, if the guy happened to be watching if, you do that while you're <laughs> – but if the guy's jerking off while you're posing, even if you're wearing I honestly truck. think it's more, I mean, I think it's more of the amateurs that would do, I don't know. I don't, I really can't, I know some guys that's done some funky posing. Who's stuff, that guy, but, who's that guy that passed away that used to be like notorious for it? That was like rich because he did it. Derek, was it Derek something? Oh, uh, Anthony. Derek yeah. Anthony, yes. Yeah, yeah, Derek Anthony. He used to do it. That's the only person I know of that like did there's, it. There's some, there's, there's guys that compete in the open that there are many pictures of them getting certain things rammed in their orifices. No. Yes. Oh, yes. Who? Careful to Google. Oh, don't, don't even put me on the spot. I'll text here. I'll text you. No, no, I'm not doing it. No, no, no. I'll text you. How, wait, how, okay, wait, are they like a, are they top tier? There are pictures of open bodybuilders that have won shows with pictures of dick in butt. Oh my god! I have fucking- oh my god! Oh my god! You can actually, you know what? You want to know who you can thank? Jose fucking Raymond, because he finds the scummiest shit and sends it to, sends you. It to you. So you can bring that bearded fucking Puerto Rican on here, and he can fucking tell you. Well, because he sends me shit because this guy was a two twelve competitor and beat me at the show, and Jose sent me a text and he goes, "Look, who you just got beat by." And sent me a picture of the guy. With a schmeckle rammed up his patoose. Oh, fuck. So. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know how Anyways. we got into this area. Um, you asked. We, you wanted to know about things we didn't know about. And, uh, how did we get off the topic? You asked. Who had? Well, I think because we. It all started with your beard. We started about the beard and how you thought it was very feminine because it was dying. Was the beard gay now that we got to? We, we went from beard to buttholes. What, well, like, you said I'm on? gay because I dye my beard. I just said it's a little weird. I don't as think a it's man. Weird. As a. <laughs> 
There's a whole. But he also doesn't believe in getting. You, you said you also don't. No, like like women hair. dye their hair, right? Like that's what I think. Women dye their hair. Like my mom dyes her hair because she like wants to pretend she's not sixty-five. But I don't think that, I think you know I think we should do a poll in the comment section. Is it wrong to dye your beard? Because honestly, I didn't say it's wrong. I said I think it's less manly to dye your beard. That should be what it should say. Is it's it less more manly? Is, yeah, it, is it less manly to dye your beard, yes or no? But that's like Jason Hull used to say, like, it's less manly if you fucking shave your chest. But that's, yeah, that's but he's wrong. That's different. Oh, <laughs> why? Oh, because well, you guys shave your chest. That means he's wrong. <laughs> I Both. shave my chest because I'm a bodybuilder and we can't have chest hair, and it's annoying to fucking grow it all in and shave it all over again. So once I'm yeah. a retired bodybuilder, I'm not going to be – I'm not going to look like a fucking swimmer. Plus, it's, you, you are right, though, Floyd. It is preference because I actually did dye my beard once. I look like fucking Bluto from Popeye. You probably dyed it way too thick, way too. Oh, it was so long. dark. I shaved yeah. it off. I literally, really? I, I looked like Bluto, like literally. See, the one, the, 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 the one seen. I buy is uh, the one I buy is like actually called medium brown. Right. <laughs> because no, I'm serious. Because I tried the one. No, no, I tried the one that was black once. Right. I tried the one that was black, and it's exactly it what Dusty. It was fucking like. So somebody, what would I get? You'd have, you'd have to get the dark brown one. What happens if it doesn't come out the same color? Then I'll look like a real idiot. That's why you get the dark brown one. Because if you get the black one, it'll be like you colored it's it with a fucking marker. Like when Charles like Dixon gets his done, it looks like somebody stenciled his beard on. Yeah, that's because it he's does. probably getting the black one. Like the one that says black. Maybe he thinks it's like for his skin. <laughs> like it's like the saying, like, if your skin's black, buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> He is a very dark black man. That could be it. I have to throw a little bit of racism, racism into everything. We got it. Ready for this? He showed up. I'll never, the first Arnold I competed in was 2000. I did, I did it three times. So 15, 16, 17. Yeah. 2015, he's walking to the Arnold after party. He had on like a custom fucking blue suit, like nice white shirt. I looked down. He had retro four Jordans on. I go, no you are my fucking hero, Charles. <laughs> I go, that's the best thing I've seen all night. <laughs> Four thousand dollars suit and got his Jordans on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, before you came on, guy, we were with uh, in depth conversation. In depth conversation about the Olympia and commentating and how important it is. Oh boy! And why everybody's going ape shit. And uh, I forget where we left off, Dusty. But I, since we're here now, what do you think? What do you think, guy? Uh, are you asking me who should or if no, there should be more? No, because everybody, everybody's got their own preference. I mean, you can say that. I've, I've always said my, my, my personal preference, if there's going to be comments, like if I could choose the commentary, it would be one pro bodybuilder with at least five or 10 years experience, one judge, and, mm-hmm. then, and then that's it. You just need – I feel like the bodybuilder can talk about what he thinks and the judge can talk about what's reality. And that's how the people that are listening learn. Yeah. So, to so me, his tie-in guy real quick was that when you listen to Joe Rogan commentate fights, you can actually learn and become someone who knows what's happening in fights versus yeah. him just saying, yeah, I like this guy better. Well, that that's, that's actually what happened to me because honestly, I didn't know anything about jujitsu when I started watching MMA. And then... And not, not that I know anything about jujitsu, but like I can see when he says like, oh, he's pulling an arm bar, he's pulling a Kimura, he's pulling whatever move he's talking about. I know what he's talking about when he says it. Because if you actually listen to him commentate, he doesn't just say what they're doing. He'll talk about why he's putting his knee there and his elbow there. and Oh, he's getting into this move or that move. 
and you start to pick all these things up. And I'm like, it would be really cool to have a bodybuilder sitting there commentating, not saying, you know, oh, that guy looks like shit this time. Yes. But instead saying, well, he's probably holding a little bit of water. He looks like he's a little bit, little bit you know, out, but this is some of the good stuff. This is some of the stuff he needs to work on. And this is why he's probably going to end up in fourth or fifth. Yeah. Right. So the person watching goes, oh, okay, now I know why my guy didn't win. Well, I'll say this. The first thing that I can't stand that every commentator does, and it, it drives me nuts, I hate when I watch, like when I watch the Arnold and they're doing their routines to music and they fucking talk during the routines. It is probably Okay, wait. I was going to say something when Dusty brought this up because he brought it up just before you came it on. It is my biggest fucking – because if you're going to compare it to a Joe Rogan during a fight, it's not because you can do that during the fucking mandatories. Don't do that during the routine. I want to listen to the music. I want to see the routine. I want to see how they're hitting the pose on the beat when fucking – the guys are yapping in the background. It's annoying, and I fucking can't stand it. That okay, can I can I just say one thing? Because I, I do agree with you both, but I also try and understand from a, a, a viewership point of view, right? So, one, it might be explaining the poses, where they came from, could be interesting. Two, dead air is never a good thing on any broadcast anywhere. Dead air, though, it's music. Three, what I think would be really awesome, and I don't know how you would do this, but if you could click off and listen to the music and had an option. Right. Right. Like if I was talking, I, over, yeah, that's fine. If you, if you have yeah. a, but when you don't like, yeah. I actually am interested in the music. I agree. I agree with you. I do agree with you. It's right. like perfect yeah. example. They talk during the, the women's fitness routines. Yeah. And like the whole point of the routine is for like the point of our routine is for the music, for yeah. the audience. And if yeah. I'm an audience member watching it, I don't want to hear Sean Ray or Bob Chicarello or anybody talk. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. care how great your voice is. I want to uh, listen yeah. to the, 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 the music and watch the competitor who put together a routine to be on that stage. That's what I want to see. I remember one Olympia, watching one Olympia. I can't remember who was commentating. I don't know if it was Dennis James or Bob Chicarello. I don't remember who the fuck it was, but they did a really cool thing. Like they would start coming out to the routines. They would talk kind of in the beginning, but then they would be like, let's just watch the routine. And then they would stop talking. Yep. So they might have like cut off a little bit of the first part of the music, but you still got a sense of what it was Yes, mm -hmm. because it was enough time. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way that should be done is maybe you're not silent for the full three minutes, but you know, for at least two minutes of it, you don't say anything and let, let the fucking audience. Cause that's also something that people watching should get a sense of is you want to hear the audience and how yeah. excited. They, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Well, what about too? I think too, with our sport, the difference is, is, you don't have a ton of people. I mean, let's be honest. It's not, it's not easy. You don't pop on the television, bump into the Olympia. Yeah. Um, so if you're watching it, you know what you're watching to a degree. Yes. Yeah. So you no, want to listen because no. there's definitely songs and things like where it absolutely impacts. I remember the first year that Kamali uh, did the Olympia and I was never a huge fan of him, but uh, he came out to, God, I can't, uh, a Phil Collins song and he came up with his eyes closed to the routine and the, the, the song is playing in the background. And when it got to the point, it said, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. He pointed at the stage. Yeah. Well, that's a huge impact when you're talking about the Olympia and his first Olympia. Yeah. Guess what? It wasn't covered on the video of the Olympia because they were talking. Oh, uh, so I had no yeah. idea why his eyes were closed. I have no idea why he's pointing at the stage. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, lost yeah. all impact. Whereas I was there, it was like chills, like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, we were talking about also, uh, Guy, me and Dusty were talking about 
the 90s guys and how they don't go about applauding nowadays bodybuilders that well. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Me and me and Paul were talking about it. Actually, we we're on a road trip and he's like, how come Arnold never did that? You've never fucking heard Arnold say, ah, my era was better. He, the guy has the biggest show in bodybuilding after the Olympia. Now, mm-hmm. now, now a number of them. So he's helping promote the sport that way. The guy, I remember listening to him on TV, on ESPN, when, when bodybuilding was on TV. And he would talk, he would, you know, he would show, they, they, would, be, uh, they would be doing like the live stream of the, of the Arnold's on ESPN. And all you, you'd hear Arnold commentating on, look at the deltoids and look at the this and look at the that. And he would be promoting whoever the mm. fuck was on stage. Right. How come Arnold, probably one of the cockiest biggest egos in bodybuilding didn't take that role of oh look at the 70s guys we're the greatest and continued to promote the sport even the 80s guys like i don't remember lee haney ever saying wow the 80s was better Mm -hmm. just that block in the 90s where they just don't seem to like want to promote the rest are you talking about like uh like the um i'll say names i don't give a fuck I'm talking you about, about you talking about like like Flex Wheeler, Sean Ray, like those guys who are like yeah, like the top the are, top the top six, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just I just don't, after the Generation Iron interview, like they were all like nobody like art like Chris Cormier, like all those guys that yeah. And the reason it's disappointing is because I looked up to those guys. I didn't start following bodybuilding until like the year 2000, but right. when I but when I started, I looked back, and I was like, wow, these guys are incredible, right? So they were mm-hmm. all like guys I looked up to. And uh, it's disheartening to see them, like, not... I like, think everybody wants to believe their error is the best. No, but that's my point, is why didn't... Have you seen a Lee Haney interview where he's like, those guys suck? No. But I have, but I have... a fear of being lost. And you know, yeah. you know what's crazy but, is that most of the commentating I do see, they pick out a couple good things, but if you watch the commentary, it'll be about 10 negatives for every three positives they talk about the competitor right yeah. that i don't like either i just want to know why because I, I it was just such a real it was such a good point that paul brought up i'm like it's crazy that he's that right that the 80s that didn't happen in the 80s and it didn't happen in the 70s it's it's literally just that era i think that here's the this is my feel of it arnold is so good and Haney and I shouldn't say good just as an athlete but as as in what he left in the sport he's not fearful that someone else is going to take it away like I feel like these guys they have to remind you they were awesome so you don't forget and it's like no one's going to forget anyways if you just shut the fuck up I mean you you can't look back at a 90s show or even a 90s USA and not be like holy yeah but wouldn't don't you think they would be remembered in such a better light if they were like acting more like big brothers instead of fucking throwing banana peels? No, I think so for sure. But I, I mean, here, and I like to use Cormier as an example because he's a friend of mine. I also watch him throw fits after shows and, in my opinion, embarrass himself uh, when his athlete doesn't do as good as he thinks he should have. Yeah. I mean, we're friends. I would tell that. I mean, here, he'll listen to this. Like, I'd tell him to his face, like, you hurt your legacy for the guys who didn't know you then. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing I think we all have to remember is, you know, if you're, if you're like Haney is respected, but I never watched Lee Haney compete. Yeah. But he's the man. 
and yeah. I fucking know it. And all he does is promote positive. So on the flip, if I didn't watch Cormier and I do look back, I'm like, yeah, but he kind of seems like a bitter this. Me and me and Ben <laughs> had this conversation and he thinks it's okay because he says that guys like Chris or Milos or whoever, they're coaches first and bodybuilders second. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. They're bodybuilders. They're bodybuilders. Coaches if they weren't bodybuilders first. Well, it's not only what they do, but like figuratively, they're bodybuilders first. They will always be bodybuilders first because they've reached iconic status. Mm -hmm. Milos will always be fucking Milos. No one's ever going to think of Milos as the coach. When you think of the coach, you think of Chris Aceto, Hani, whatever. When you think of Milos, you think of a fucking bodybuilder, the guy, right? You think of Chris Cormier. You don't think of Chris Cormier, the fucking coach. You think of the bodybuilder, right? So, I think when someone like Chris or Milos or whatever is throwing a fit about their athlete, they forget that their iconic status is bigger than their coaching status. That makes perfect sense. And they're ruining, they're ruining their legacy by forgetting, by forgetting that they're, they're Ike, they're legends first. Right. No, you're right. So I also too, in the nineties, if, and, and I'm, this, this is just how I look at it. <clears throat> From the 80s to 90s were the biggest transition where I think the money went from subpar to where the contracts got very, very big in the 90s. And that's where the guys had the highs. And then come the 2000s, mid-2000s, that's where your lows were. So those guys from the 90s into the early 2000s were at the peak of bodybuilding when they had the most. And a lot of them went from having the most to having nothing. So I think a lot of those guys in the 90s, and I'm not going to say names, but we all know who they are. If you don't stay relevant or do something to like maintain some sort of relevancy in the sport, like a lot of these guys fall off and then they want to come back and then they they don't become relevant anymore because once you fall off the face of the earth and you try to come back, it doesn't really work. So I think a lot of the nineties bodybuilders that say that are more because they hold a grudge because they, from, from the 1990 to like 2000 and like five, was like the peak of where you made the most money possibly. In well, it was just, just before the, cra- the recession, the crash in 2007. Yeah, yeah. but no. do you... Um, I think that's why. I think they have fucking like... I think they have a bad taste in their mouth. This is, a, those- this is another theory I thought of was bodybuilding kind of went like this. 70s, right? 80s guys were better. 90s guys were better. And then some people are like, the 2000s guys aren't better. So these guys at the 90s, because they peaked, they're like, we have a chip on our shoulder. Because mm-hmm. then it's, it's, it's like, they, I, don't, I don't personally think that, but they think it's like this afterwards. Right. I think right? they think it's like this, because once Ronnie started winning, it was like, every, yeah. it was like he was kind of like first, second, and third. Every time but even if you take after Ronnie's era, like if you go to like, if you asked a 90s bodybuilder what's after 2010, they would be like, it's like, there's like Phil and Kai, everybody else is shit. That's what they say. Right. No, I like, know Dor- like, I've literally heard an interview with Dorian where he's like, Phil's good. He would compare with the guys in the 90s. He, he says it like nonchalantly too. Like he would compare. I'm like, first of all, Phil would destroy anybody in the 90s. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except, I mean. Except Ronnie is probably all I would say. Yeah. I, I agree. Well, I, I consider Ronnie a 2000s guy. I don't consider him a, even though, in 98. Yeah. Even though he competed <laughs> in the 90s and won 98, I still consider him like a 2000s guy. But anyway, the point is, like, they just say Phil's great, Kai's pretty good, everybody else, and then everybody else is shit. Right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but we could go back to the 90s bodybuilders and looked at 99% of the guys and literally go, 
every one of their hams and legs are 90 percent of them look like dog shit none of them mostly had shredded boots yeah not all of them fucking were watery from the waist down fucking half of them never had a fucking hamstring or a line in their ass so like if they you can talk about the 90s conditioning there wasn't that many guys peeled in the 90s well you're gonna remember the game changed right though i mean it's like if you're a, if you're saying, a 90s basketball era, fan like, yeah you're you're that's what i'm saying i'm supporting what you're saying is if you're a 90s basketball fan or hockey fan like I am, the game is totally different now. Yes. But wait, but wait a minute. But I don't so is bodybuilding. Like, you can't even get a look if your hams and glutes aren't in. I don't give a shit what you look but like. But the thing it's is, like, I don't want to get into that debate. Because if you look at the 90s, there are a lot of shows where, like, Flex Wheeler's got shredded glutes. And then there's a bunch where he doesn't have shredded glutes. And then there's a bunch where, you know... Lee Priest is shredded, and then somewhere he's not shredded. And you know what I mean? Like there's somewhere during. I love but he was never shredded. From there's the some. There's some. Where... I don't remember Flex Wheeler ever having shredded boots, but okay. Well, go back. Go back to the '93 Arnold. Go back to '93 Arnold. To I the... said Lee Priest. Flex Wheeler '93 Arnold is fucking mm-hmm. peeled, peeled head to toe, right? Right. And same with Kevin Lavroni. Like back then, like in the earlier years, he was fucking shredded, shredded. But so I don't want to have the debate. Like, oh, we're better than '90s or the '90s. Well, it's not better. It's just different. I just want to know why. The, the the debate for me is not who's better because everybody has a preference. Right. I just want to know why this is their attitude. And it's a really shit attitude, I feel like. Like Generation Iron has multiple videos out of Dorian Yates basically shitting on bodybuilding. Right. I don't you can't really speak across the board, but I can tell you guys from experience. Um I started working with Cormier when he first kind of started coming back in the game. Yeah. Uh as a coach. Um, and, and he had nothing on a personal level. Like you said, guy, he was at the peak, he was making fat cash and it was all gone. Um, and I remember my assistant at the time, cause I owned the businesses and stuff. So I literally had someone to help me with a ton of shit. I literally said to her, cause she knew bodybuilding. I said, can you remind him who the fuck he is? Yeah. Cause if he asks me one more time, what I think I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. You tell me what to do. You yeah. are the man. I am the student. Tell me what to do. That's where this, I think it comes from. Yeah, and that's what I agree with you because that is where I think – so it's almost like he's – I almost feel like in some of their cases, not Dorian obviously, but in some of their cases, they're almost trying to remind themselves and saying it out loud and telling all of us because I had to say that. Like, hey, if he can't remember that he's the fucking man, then I can't work with him. Dude, a lot of these guys forget – I've been to the – Arnold's in the Olympia and go to see Charles at like the optimum nutrition booth. And they have the guy handing out samples or people taking samples. And I'm like, do these people know who the fuck he is? Yeah. Like, like, and, and not only that, why the fuck are you handing out samples? Yeah. You are fucking Charles glass. One of the best trainers in the world. And people are walking by you like that. It's just, they, I think once you get forgotten, you get a little bitter. Right. Yeah, but I don't. I know what you mean because it, I don't you're know not that. seeing that from other levels of bodybuilders. But yeah, I don't think we'll ever come with an answer of why they're doing what they're doing. I don't. Honestly. I don't think I'll ever be like that. Regardless, I, I mean, I was never as great as some of those guys, so maybe that's why. But I don't think I'll ever shit talk any bodybuilders like as a, as a generation. And I say this though too: you have a lot of old bodybuilders that were the great. Some even Mr. Olympia's that are non-existent and then you have these fucking loser instagram famous people who have all this following and i think that's where a lot of animosity comes from because a lot of 
status or how good or bad you are comes from Instagram. And you have so many of these older bodybuilders from the nineties that like Melvin Anthony and all these guys that were fucking phenomenal, but they, they're not on social media. But that's not fair, man. Look, I absolutely it is. How can you say it's not fair from somebody I'll, I'll tell who's you, years old and, and one of the best bodybuilders of all time and who's a legend. I'll tell you why. Isn't I'll tell really you. active on social media. That's absolutely a great argument. I'll tell you why, because I'm not mad at fucking Bradley Martin. He's I've put in way more. Fucking I'm not saying. Well, I'm not saying. I know that. I'm answering your question. No, no, no. I know, but it's the same thing. I'm saying, why are they mad? I, I could by that standard, I could be pissed off too. I'm like, well, fuck him. He didn't compete. You don't know a lot of people that are mad that Bradley fucking Martin or Bradley Castleberry or fucking. Not, I do. Uh, I, I do. A ton of people. I do, but I'm saying. So there's right. your answer. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's not right. I agree with you. People bitch when the game changes, though. Yes. And the bottom line is, I mean, here, let's. I hate. I hate to do this. I'm not talking about all of these individuals, but that's how you fall into loser status because it's the same as people who, I mean, sit back and say, you know, like when the internet started hitting, I'm just going to run my business like this. I'm like, cool. Well, then the internet's going to kill you. Yeah. You're going to die. And it's the same with this. Like, if you don't look, we all shifted. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really shift too much because my goal was always this angle. But I mean, even you, guy, like you're a prime example where you're a great bodybuilder, but because you have a brain and you said, oh, the game's changing, I'm going to continue being a great bodybuilder, but I'm also going to start doing more of this shit. Yeah. And when you're done bodybuilding, your relevance will not go away. Uh, okay, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is, I can't wait. Go ahead. No, 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 this, this is bullshit. Listen to this. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why it's bullshit. Because you cannot, you can be the guy that doesn't want to advance and still not be a fucking asshole. Like, true. I'll take give you an example. Dorian Yates, greatest one of, if not, some people think is the goat, right? Or if not, maybe second or third, whatever. Yeah. He's living in paradise. You see him fucking doing yoga, and he's riding a bike, and he's on the beach, and he fucking preaching fucking peace, and we're yeah. all we're all connected. And then he goes and does a video, and he's like, "Fuck those guys, they suck." Right. I'm like, okay, those two things aren't matching up. You're supposed to I be the guy. What the argument is, though. The argument is he didn't, he didn't get along with the times and start putting out videos, start yeah, yeah, doing yeah. YouTube. But it doesn't mean that he has to be bitter. He could just be like, you know what? I don't do that shit. Good for them. They're making money. That's who they are. I still right. want. Yeah, I, that's, I'm not I, calling him that, but that's what that's called jealousy, bro. No, no, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> it, I'm what I'm saying is not an excuse. It's still bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Put it like this. Yeah. Did you see what I put on my story yesterday? Somebody no. came on my page. Of course you didn't. You I don't watch stories. Not just you. I don't watch anybody's stories. Oh, you watch all of mine. I see my wife every time. Story. Why is I watch? <laughs> I don't um, watch stories. I don't know. What the fuck am I supposed to watch stories too? Oh, and I'm supposed to watch his podcast? This is great. No, <laughs> nobody watches his podcast. I don't expect anybody to watch. I don't even know why anybody watches this shit. It's like fucking pointless. <laughs> I had somebody come on my page, right? I posted something and literally said, I can't have respect for somebody who does what you do and doesn't work a nine to five because I know people that do this. And I, and I went on my store and I go, wait a second. You mean to tell me that you don't have respect for me because I am so successful at what I do because <laughs> I, when I, when I did, when I turned pro, I was working at HSBC 40 hours a week doing 75 minutes of cardio twice a day on Palumbo's keto diet and went from 220 to 175 and turned pro. 
and worked after that. And I didn't, I stopped working a nine to five in 2011 when BSN gave me my first contract because I was making plenty of money to pay my bills and do other things. And as time went on, the money went like this. So should I feel bad that now in my life at 38 years old, I should fucking be looked frowned upon because I don't have to work a nine to five. I'm like, are you, that's, that's that generation looking at me. Yeah. So it's, it's generation to generation, bro. Every generation, I view those got the millennials like fucking douche knuckles. That's not generation. That's just a fucking moron. That person's a moron. That's one person. No, that's just a fucking retard. No, that's just self-righteous. Everybody wins. Nobody takes second. Everybody gets a sticker for everything because everybody is even and nobody wins or loses. No, that person's just not very, not using their fucking brain because they don't realize that we had to go through something to get to the point where we don't have to work a nine to five. Right. Like, yes, but guys like me, got like guys like the older bodybuilder, like you were saying, Dorian, they probably have no clue what Bradley Martin had to get to, to go through, even though he's not a pro, to get to the status that he all got. I'm, all I'm saying is, okay, what I'm saying <laughs> is this. What I'm saying is this. Uh, Dusty's point was, if you didn't progress with the times, you're probably bitter, which, right. is, tr- which is true. That's, yeah. a, that's a true statement. But I'm like, my point is, it doesn't have to be that way. You can, sure. be, you can be the guy who's like, you know what? I do yoga. I bike ride. I fucking live on a beach and I have a fucking hot wife. And I'm like, this is my life. I don't want to do that internet stuff. Good for them. And just fucking pat them on the back and move on with your life. Right. You don't I'm have to. asking why, why they're doing it. I'm so being, why they're doing it? They're, but, like the, they're like the old 80-year-old neighbor that has nothing to do but call the cops on the people on the street that are fucking speeding every day like they do over here. Some people got nothing better to fucking do. You know what? It's a it's a dead argument because I'm not going to get an answer. I just think it's shit. I think if you're Dorian Yates, you're the epitome of fucking. You know why it makes me angry? Because I was just saying this to Paul yesterday. I'm not inspired by, by very many people. Right. One of the one of the people like when it comes to work ethic, and one of the people that inspires me is Dorian Yates. The other is is Michael Jordan, and I'm like, right. you're the fucking guy. You're the fucking guy. When I started bodybuilding, I was like, you were the guy who ate, slept, breathed, fucking wouldn't go out with his wife, sacrificed your entire life, won the Olympias. You're the guy. Yeah. Right. And now you're the guy on Generation Iron who just shits on everybody. That's a, it's a far fall from grace is what I'm saying. Right. It's, it's, it's just disappointing to see the guy who like, you know what? You know what? There's some people just when they speak, it's meaningful, right? Like Ev- like Evan, like Evan doesn't talk a lot, right? When he does, you're like you, you're like, what do you say? Like yeah, I, 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 this. yeah, I need to know what he said, right? Dorian's like that. Dorian has that like, I'm not going to talk a lot, but when I do talk, people are going to listen. Yeah, it's disappointing to see somebody in that position saying those things. That's all my point is, and it's I just. I guess I'm never going to get a why, but it's like, you just kind of wish it wasn't like that because of where I had it. Like when you put somebody on a pedestal, you're like, fuck. Right. So maybe my fault, maybe my fault for putting that person there. Right. I don't put many people on pedestals, bro. Not no more. You don't have any inspiration. (laughs) I mean, like the first person that inspired me was my father, but like, you don't have anybody you look at that's like inspires you to work harder or do more. Yeah, you do like Jay, like Jay, like Jay's like that for you. Jay, Jay's in, Jay is somebody that I look up to because I 
I'm inspired by his work ethic and his business sense and how he was able to build an empire off of being a bodybuilder. But what, when people like literally people go, Oh, like motivate you with it. Bro. When I swear to God, besides my parents, the only thing that motivates me every day is the fact that I wake up every day. I don't okay. need, I don't need, and people think that's, that's cliche. And I'm like, you could say, no. whatever. I don't watch motivational videos. I don't have to listen to motivational speeches. I don't have to fucking watch anybody's YouTube. I don't need, I just need to wake up. And if I wake up, I'm, I'm ready to fucking rock and roll for the day. I agree with you. That's I'm, me. Listen, I'm, yeah, but it's I'm not motive. He's not talking about motivation. I'm not talking about guys. motivation. Talking I'm talking about no, I don't, people that nobody inspires me. I, what inspires me to fucking be better is the fact that I have 24 hours to be better. This is, right. this is what I mean. It's not motivation. It's, it's inspiration, meaning like by accident. So I didn't search out Dorian Yates's day, right? But if I'm reading through a Flex magazine and I read an article and I'm like, wow, look at the fuck. This guy does this, this, and this. I'm like, that's inspiring. I could probably do more in my own life. Or like if for, more, for a more recent example, when I watched okay. The Last Dance, that yeah. documentary <laughs> they did on the Bulls, I don't know if you've seen it, guy, but when I watched The Last Dance, I've watched it twice now. I'm like, this guy's fucking insane. I'm right. like, this is, not, this is not a normal level of hard work. Like, I know people who work hard. This is another fucking level. Like, a, this is an obsessive compulsive. All right, so, okay, so you, you wanna, you're going to laugh. You want to you know the only fucking thing that stand, when you said that stands out in my head and everybody's going to be like, Rocky, and I'm going to go, no. <laughs> all you but fucking know, we're about to throw the fucking Italian race card at me, kiss my ass. Um, but <laughs> morning, not, never mind. I was fucking short. I played football, and I was always fucking dude. I was always the underdog. So the movie, Rudy, Rudy, I watched. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hit it. Uh, <laughs> so like, and I and it, like after I saw that movie, I was like obsessed with Notre Dame. And like watch Notre Dame and like I wanted to go play ball at Notre Dame. Like that was so like that is literally the only thing. And that like kind of fucking describes like the relentlessness of like how I got to where I am. Like that's just I don't at know. least at least my fucking guys are real. Rudy, that's a real based on a real story, you asshole. But it's not, it was a faulty story. I'm gonna shut you up right now. Ready for this? The motherfucker actually came and spoke at my high school. That's how I know it's real. He oh, actually, the, the, so the guy who actually, guy. that movie was based around, spoke at my high school. So Guy, we just found out Guy's early influence into bodybuilding. He found, or into football and then bodybuilding, I guess. But you met, Ru you met Rudy. I hope this episode gets fucking taken Oh, off. no, I'm putting this, but this is so going to be one. Caesar. This is going to be. No, you ask for the fucking truth. You're like a girlfriend. Just give me the truth and I won't fucking be mad. And you're like, here's the truth. You fucking motherfucker. No, I think it's great. I think That's it's literally the only thing I can think of. Hey, I don't have a lot of them. Or I could say Latimer from the program and everybody's going to be like, Juicehead. No, no. For me, it was honestly, I don't have a lot. It's like my dad's one. Well, my dad was the first thing I said. Yeah. Reading stories about Dorian Yates, I'm like, wow. And then just recently when I watched The Last Dance, I was like, that guy's fucking insane. And I like that. That kind of insanity inspires me. That's all. Yeah. Dusty, you got anybody? Oh, God. Yeah. But mine is the opposite. Um, I, I like, uh, for example, um, Michael Jordan's um, trainer. I read his book, Tim Grover. Yeah. He inspired uh, you? Re yeah. Relentless, the book. Yeah. Because it's, not, it's written about highlighting who you are already. Yeah. Like... Here, Guy, have you read that book, Guy? 
No. Okay. You don't have to, but he categorizes things. Um, and a cleaner is Michael Jordan. Okay. He is someone who just, that is what he does. Um, guy, that's you. Like, you're that way too. And the funny thing is, if you were to, um, and Fuad, actually, in a lot of ways, so are you. Uh, you and I are similar in that if you were to listen to that or, or read that book, you would say to yourself, I'm, I'm probably not that because you elevate everyone else up like a Michael Jordan, things like that. But by the end, you'd realize like, no, that's, that's definitely me. I don't go about it the same way. But that's what I like is something like that where I'm not inspired by just, oh, Michael Jordan did this. Um, I did actually love that series and same thing. I think everybody should watch it. But when you read something like that, like you said, Fuad, is you walk away and say, as good as I'm doing, I can do more. Yeah. And I think uh, that that's the it's not It's not motivation. It's, no. it's what we talked about earlier where I said, okay, yeah, I'm doing well, but fuck, I haven't touched YouTube. It's that's not, 10 it's grand a month sitting over there. It's that's, not motivation. It's a wake-up call. Yeah, it's a smack in the face. I mean, here, I've had people ask me to make T-shirts for a year, and I'm like, oh, I got to get around to that. Yeah. What's fucking? It's dumb. like when you, it's, you know, what it's equivalent to. It's equivalent to when you think you train hard and then you train with somebody who actually trains hard. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing in business. It's like you think you're doing pretty good in business. Oh, I got some t-shirts, and then you sit down with an actual business guy, and you sit, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing out on ten things. And but and then you go do them. Yeah, but that's what watching the the Last Dance did for me. Right. Watching watching Michael Jordan do what he does, I'm like holy fuck, there's like 15 more levels. Like you just said in that book, like, you know, me and Guy and you, and we're all like Jordan and we're all like in the same group. And I'm like, yeah, but there's levels in that group. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like, for right. example, there, there's a story and I, I'm not going to rape it. So I'm going to synops- do a quick synopsis, but um, of Kobe Bryant, where he went down, he went down before a game and he's warming up doing his usual routine, which usually takes a certain amount of time. Yeah. And a young athlete came in and started doing his at the other end, shooting as well. Well, Kobe just keeps going and going. He stops, sits on the side, watches Kobe for another 20, 30 minutes. Mm. Then Kobe proceeds to drop 50 on him that night. Mm. And after the game, he comes up to him. He says, Kobe, like, why did you practice so long before the game? Mm. Like, is that normal? And he said, uh, no. I did that to make sure you understood that no matter what you're willing to do, I'll do more. Yeah. That's the kind of shit I like. <laughs> and that's what I mean is it's like, yeah. Yeah, there is definitely levels to this shit, yeah. but when you hear something like that, like I'm not naturally a Kobe Bryant or I'd already have fucking t-shirts made, Yeah, but I aspire to do better. So every yeah. now and then you get smacked in the face. I got smacked in the face. The YouTube thing was from a friend of mine who's nowhere near me as far as visually yeah and i'm like fuck he's making more money off youtube than i am yeah yeah that's dumb and the cool thing is like you said Fuad, yeah you're making money but you're providing a service that also makes money i'm happy i'm helping pay you by watching your video watching the commercials i'm the idiot that for friends waits till the end of the commercial and then clicks the link because i know you get more money <laughs> and then i come back oh you like, don't. I got you dude no, no, you i swear don't. to god i swear to god on the very first ones because I'm getting my cardio warmed up. I watch the fucking Chevy commercial. I click it and I come back and I'm like, Floyd makes extra money. See, that. if that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. See, now I'm like, I didn't even fucking know that. How's that? Wait a yeah, minute. If, so if a- you watch a full video or watch a full yeah. commercial, you make more money in your account. Floyd. I, watch- I click it and I go to their page. You make even more money. 
Okay. I didn't, this, yeah. is a, this is so fucking funny. It, this is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking, you, you, know, we're, know you know, we're, no, no, you know, we're just saying you think you train hard until you train with somebody who works harder. Right. You think you're nice until you meet somebody nicer. I would never watch your fucking commercials. I just skip, 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 skip. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, hey, what? I think that goes without saying, Dusty, because he fucking doesn't even watch our stories. With your <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck he's bragging about. Like he's know, fucking <laughs> we never thought you were that nice to begin with. It's I hard. have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Watching stories is like a, a nice thing to do. Like you have to watch people's stories. I literally have, I, I don't watch a ton of stories, but people have literally go, well, I guess you didn't watch my story then. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. Can I watch it now? People get like well, a Tag me if you want me to watch it is what I always say. <laughs> but I, I have, don't I have enough shit to do in a day? I got to watch everybody's stories. No, Not no, mine, but definitely guys. Hey, change the time of your podcast three days in a row. Yeah, that's your fault. Oh. That's your fault. Donna got extra time at the park today because of you. Good job. Me? Okay, the first stuff. The first time was your fault. The second time was my fault. The first time you changed it, we agreed, and then you just like completely went ghost. No, but I'm saying like you said originally we said one o'clock, and you said I need to go later, so we'll go seven. That was three days ago. Yeah, so I said okay, so you changed the first time. Yes, and then today you changed it, and then I changed I responded, it, and then you didn't respond to me until 45 minutes later when I already started eating. Yeah, and I was like, you want to eat on the show? I got in trouble for that once. It's a good call. No, I had to go to the gym. My gym's, gym's closed at nine. And like, I got to get it's in. Because I was trying to fit another podcast in before this one. Oh, so you're being selfish. So we learned something else today, Dusty. Oh, boy. He's not nice and he's selfish. Because <laughs> <laughs> he watch stories and he's a self son of a bitch. I'm not selfish. I'm trying to make everybody's schedules work. You, you had the free pass on mine because I only, I moved the one thing that's actually scheduled in my life, which is my training. And then you're like, can you do 7.30? I'm like, I can do fucking whatever. Dusty's the best. I'm like, Dusty, you do 7? He's like, yeah. I'm like, 7.30? He's like, yeah. I'm like, 8? I literally sure. was fine until you changed it. Yeah. Guy gets really upset. If I, get, if I, I have to be like on time. Bro, because I'm never on time, and I'm on time for your ass, and your ass is never on time. You're the <laughs> only person in my entire life. Look, my, I'm my trying to manage like 100 things at a time right now. I'm fucking yeah, my, the one thing. <laughs> The one thing I, I'm my not, training partners are pissed that I'm always on time for these shows. Like, uh, they know that if I say that we're starting at eleven, that they 11, can get there around eleven fifteen, and I I'm gonna come in and talk to some people for a while before we get started. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Though? Every time I'm on time at the gym with my training partners, they're late, and I go, "This is why I'm never on time." Because when I'm on time, I flip it, and when I'm late, I know I got away from nobody. It's your fault that I'm late. That's why. Yeah. That's perfect. You should be here on time just in case yeah. I'm on time. Yeah, like you're training with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's the truth. Like I'm a, there it is. I'm a, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. You know who I am. I had a buddy. I had two friends, yes, two days ago, call me. And they wanted me to train, change my lifting time around them because they wanted to train with me. And I go, no. I go, this is the first year. I said, I am not. I go, I would always move my fucking schedule around, say yes, wait fucking sacrifice i go i am i go from now on i go if you guys want to train i go you guys train with fucking me i said i don't train with you i said i could do what i do by myself i said so you're either on my time or fucking you're by yourself I i've said, done that I'm not doing this shit no more i've done that many many times actually because paul paul's got two kids and he's got a job and he's like hey i gotta work this shift this time i gotta work this shift that time. i gotta pick up my kids at this time and i'm like look when i'm 
eight weeks out from a show, I'm not changing my fucking time. Yeah, no, nope. Like, we'll set like, the time. Make yeah, it serious. I got to be there at this time. Like, and it's like Guy said, like, I can do this by myself if I have to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to have a partner at the gym with me. So I rather I, I would rather have a partner, but it, make, it does make it easier. That yeah. I will. But I want to. But I don't like. It's weird because some people are like able to go to the gym at any time of the day. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. For me, once I get a time set, that's when I want to go. Yes. And it's if it, it stresses me out if I don't. So, anyway, you know, it's all based on my food, so it it, it definitely can't be changed on the fly. That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm a two meal train guy. I want to train each guy's gym. Yep. Speaking of food, me and Dusty have been on for two hours. So I'm going to go pig out, guy. And uh, I feel like eating McDonald's after we had a good conversation about McDonald's now. <laughs> and actually, I'm going to take some pictures and send them to you, guy, because I know how much you love McDonald's. I hope you fucking blow your O ring out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see. A it's so delicious. You have to try it. Like, like, your if, your definition of delicious is just shouldn't even be allowed to okay. be. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. Because when we were and I think I maybe explained this before on the show. When I was growing up, we wait, were wait, cool. where do you live right now? Where do I live right now? Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Okay, is Canadian McDonald's different from fucking American? I think it's cleaner. To be honest, actually, I actually do I'm think it might it, be. I actually do think it might be. Different. It's not not the food. Oh, not not the Italy, food. When I was in Italy. Yeah. Italy McDonald's was like gourmet burgers. Well, I'm not saying that. I think the food is the I've same, had, but I'm saying I've had McDonald's here. Yes. So is it grosser here? Grosser. Flavor more, flavor. more gross, more fucking disgusting. What do you want me to say? No, no, no. The flavor, I, I'm saying because what you're saying is you're not gonna submit that his Canadian is good. It's just one is grosser than the other one. <laughs> 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 like that's a, I don't give a shit if you make up words. I do it all the time, but I'm saying <laughs> The I'm flavor, not okay. <laughs> the flavor is the same. The 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 stores are always seem cleaner to me. Oh, you mean at the actual inside? Yeah, no, yeah the food like is the, not cleaner. The the stores are cleaner. Like, oh, I was talking about the fucking food, bro. No, it's the same shit. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah, no, dude, what are you? Do you dine in there too? It matters. You wait. You actually. <laughs> he sits. He sits I like to go and set up a placemat. Are you fucking? No. I feel like only no. like. High schoolers and no, but, fucking no, but like, you know if you go through the drive-through, you can see in the fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, he, I'm just he saying, judges from the outside. It and he looks, says that the it Americans looks more are dirty. organized and more clean in Canada. That's all I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. Do you eat inside? Uh, I haven't in a long time. I have before. <sighs> What's wrong you with that? In a ball pit. I, I did know. once too. <laughs> I played in the play playpen. <laughs> I love, hey, McDonald's is my shit, man. <laughs> He's going to experience this shit all the like, way. I need to know everything. Yeah, McDonald's and pizza, they're my shit. <laughs> One I second, I got to go play the ball, but I make sure I'm going to eat this yeah. place. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? I forgot what we were, go- we were going with that. You were trying to hang up on us. I, I asked him <laughs> if it was cleaner, and you were talking about the actual shine of the floors. It I matters to me. I, I want to know that people are taking care of the fucking restaurant where I'm eating. Bro, do you think anybody at McDonald's is fu- like, gives a fuck about the cleanliness of that place? It looks like it in Canada. Uh, when you go to your drive-thru tonight, feel free to – you know what? I want you to fucking get I'm out not of going to the drive-thru. I'm going to skip the dishes. No, I want you to just walk right in with your phone. Walk right in. Take a nice video. I want to see the people behind the counter and everything. 
I want to see what this Canadian McDonald's fucking looks like. Wouldn't it be hilarious? You think that guy that's missing teeth gives a shit if the floors are clean? Wouldn't it be hilarious? There's nobody. That's the thing. There's nobody in Canada that misses teeth. They're all like good-looking people back there. Oh, so now you guys are better than Americans. <laughs> well, let me guess. It's, it's, it's because we have guns and a bad president. Now Americans are, are worse are, are worse than Canadians. <laughs> we went from racist to countryist. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I forgot where we were going with that. But yeah, I'm probably going to skip it. You know, part of the problem with this podcast, I come on here and I talk about food with everybody and it makes me fucking crave more shit. What are you craving right now? Go. Pizza and fucking McDonald's. What kind of pizza? Like what pizza? Yeah, you got to adapt. Like okay. a fucking probably a, I, I like more like traditional pizza. I don't like like fucking fast food pizza, like What's Domino's and pizza. Like, like a mom and pop, like brick oven. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big, no, cause there's a big, um, Windsor's actually pretty multi multicultural. There's a big Italian community here. Mm-hmm. And I used to manage a pizzeria for a long time. And it's like, we're actually kind of known for our pizza here. Really? So, yeah. It's surprisingly. But I think it's because there's so many Italians that live here. So, but, um, but, but yeah, I grew up on like real authentic pizza, not like fucking Pizza no, Hut or Domino's or any of that shit. Ron's one of my close, close buddies, Morel, and he like oh, goes, and he loves his like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, and he lives in New York. And I'm like, Juan, what do you do? Oh, you live in fucking Long Island, bro. He's like, I love it. Like, the only time I like Pizza Hut is when I'm dieting and I just want bread. No, like that's the kind of stuff I like crave when I'm like hammered fucking drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just because it's the only place open you're obliterating, they'll deliver. <laughs> <laughs> What's on Uber Eats? Fuck. Oh my God. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap it up, I guess. Guy, what, uh, how many weeks out are you from the Olympia? Uh, it's be what, seven from Saturday? That sounds so close. Yeah, but not for me because I'm like, feel like I'm two weeks out every day your fucking transformation's been insane though i've never yeah, those pictures are nuts yet. are you gonna tell everybody the secret that you told me <laughs> the secret is i'm on nothing yeah that's actually true people are not gonna believe me i'm taking fuck that uh, you could i'm literally taking well what i'm not even gonna say because i told you well you don't have to tell everybody what you're taking but you are taking very little i'm taking two things that's it yeah like i'm not even taking dusty i'm not even on an oral that's the it's the aceto special though. Yeah, you, you ever done that with him where you're you're going down? You're like, hey, bro, so you, you like, what do you con- want now? <laughs> you should have heard the conversation, dude. You should have the conversation. Look at that, crazy thing. compared to that's like, the picture I saw. Like a couple like a, weeks mu- ago, a month a month ago, a month ago, you looked like half of this guy. And if you knew my weight in this picture, I think I told you. you, you yeah, you came down a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I think I, it's I, all I think it's all because of the training that I've. Um, I, dude, what did I say? I did I not give you credit? I know I'm just fucking with you. Are you actually? No, people think that I don't give credit. I texted Dusty and I go, "There's a combination of A and B." I go, "I've never that picture." I was just standing there to see like yeah. where like checking the, your lighting or whatever. And I just looked at it and I was like, "Lighting sucks, but it's a pretty cool picture." That's, That's good why. lighting, huh? You're fucking round. It's good there, lighting. Though. The shadows are all. I right said this to fucking Chris. He goes horrible take new pictures <laughs> look, look, look well, at jose's comment there did you catch that no what did i say <laughs> click on that thought this was cedric oh because he's on the porch <laughs> craig goliath is huge and cute <laughs> oh my god I, I love watching everybody that actually knows you giving you shit. people see like people like that make the funny comments like bust my balls i fucking find it hysterical of course 
That's the funnier shit. Isn't it weird though when someone you don't know does that though? Because you're like, you don't know me. You well, can't. Because then I attack them. They're like, just chill. They're like, bro, I was just kidding. I'm like, I know. You don't kid with somebody you don't know like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> bro, don't fucking come at me sideways. Dude, I buried you every fucking week. Come at me. <laughs> 25 to the fucking grill piece. Oh, you put commented on me in this. You didn't do 25. You stopped like three times. It was, first of all, the goal was to get to 25. It didn't yeah, matter how Not how by do. stopping four times along the way. It says he's also you, doing it without oxygen because he's got a mask on. Yeah, bro, are you kidding me, Fouad? Go back to fucking, <laughs> go back to your fucking palace where you train with no mask. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Try fucking doing five plates and being waterboarded at the same time. Okay? It's, it's so fucking true. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even do curls waterboarded. Bro, you see, look, the first thing I do is pull the mask down because I'm fucking swallowing my fucking own sweating. You know what I will say, though? You definitely no. made a transition in clothing and apparel because you're not, oh, wearing, Jesus. You're not wearing those baggy fucking pants why. anymore. This Thank God. Nothing. See, this is where, Dusty, it's called tooting your own horn when you shouldn't. Right. Because tooting his own horn thinking that I'm wearing those fucking leg, whatever they're fucking called because of him. But Gasp and Better Bodies are like kind of like. I didn't say it was because of me. I just you said, fucking bashed my clothing and said I need to wear tighter <laughs> pants. <laughs> he wants to see your physique. You're saying, I, no, he's trying to look up. I, don't I know. think me and you were brothers a different life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, me and you or you and Dusty? Me and you, me no, and you two. <laughs> that's because that's they're the just shit talk going back and forth. I'm going to trim my beard. Listen, I, beard I used to. My head. I used to watch you train in those fucking pajama pants. And I'm like, why is he wearing fucking baggy fucking pants? What the fuck? Is this the 80s? And You're then like, that, comfortable, bro. No, man. This is, where, this is where it's at. I got the same pants. These are awesome. <laughs> no, I do. I have the same pants. Got, 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 I'm, got, I'm both, with you. We're both I'm with you on my slightly, slightly odd that the pants are like kind of really tight. No, I like that. I wear tight. Are, you actually they're not committing to tightness tight. either. They're tight, but then they're loose up by your junk. And then no, no, they're, they're, tight. they're tight. Well, it depends. Wait, if you why are you staring at my junk? If you have small okay. junk, it's not. So why it's is it fine so, for me. Uh, listen, they, they got to be either loose or, or rodent spandex. They got to be one or the other to me. No, you can't. First of all, I make fun of Sean. You don't. You're a man. You don't rock that look. I wear spandex when I train legs. Oh, Jesus Christ. I do too. All black you ones. Do I wear it under the pants. No, that's stupid. That look. You oh under, under long pants guy, need, looking like a fucking a cross dresser is cool. Guy, you need fashion advice from me. Guy, it's okay. Why, I, I, I'm, I'm Peter why am I typing in my own name? Undergarments on the outside of your clothes. Do another poll. Look, these are these are the same pants, guy. See? I, I, I'm talking about spandex. I know. I gotta find them. I got them somewhere over here. Can you please, please? I guarantee you will lose that bet. What? I, that I shouldn't wear tights. No, that more guys should not wear tights in the gym with no like, because and you're gonna win that because you're only allowed to wear them if you're over 250 pounds. So that's, that's why you don't. That's why all. you don't wear them, guy. Oh really? <laughs> listen, listen, pick the squat bar. Listen, there it was. Pick the squat bar. Pick, <laughs> pick the squat bar. What? Pick the squat bar. Oh fuck off! I'm just playing with you. But the same, pick the squat bar. See, look, I'm wearing tights. I'm 207 right now. Pick the squat bar. Okay, you're probably stronger than me. There's no doubt you're stronger than me. There's nothing wrong with wearing tights. Look. Say it again. Say it again. If you're wearing tights, if you're over 250, it's okay. Or if you have massive legs and you're under 250, it's okay. Or I see that's better. Or if you're wearing a long shirt. See, I don't wear like a short. Yeah, you definitely need to make okay, sure. Can you're I ask, I'm gonna ask an important question. What? Do you have underwear on underneath there? 
Yeah, the gas, the gasp ones. The, the because there's a guy at my gym that wears these. Oh, I don't want to see the mushroom head. Boxer briefs. Uh, no, that's disgusting. It's all, like it's all bunched up. Fucking mashed potatoes in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he walked around every fucking leg day like it. And every leg day, I'm like, do you not have this gym is covered in mirrors and you don't see that you're walking around with like like soggy Frank stuff. Beans out. <laughs> guy, you're you're sponsored by Gasp and Better Bodies, like I am. They got the Better Bodies has the awesome classic shorts. Yes. Like for classic guys. Yeah. yeah. I fucking wear those for underwear. I have the gas ones from the back in the day. Yeah, the yeah. Those, I got Me those. Me too. Yeah, but they, so the gas, they don't have them anymore. So I got the, the Better Bodies ones. Yeah. They're fucking awesome because they're like, you know, they're short and they're comfortable yeah. to wear, especially for legs. Huh. So I just don't feel, I feel odd walking into the gym with just, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I feel like. Like, could you picture Branch wearing spandex walking into the gym? I'll tell, I'll tell you the truth. I feel weird doing it, but I feel like people at the gym give me a pass because of how big I am. It's, not only, it's not only because of how big I am. Wait a minute. All right, more, this is the question. What's the point, I guess? It's comfortable. I honestly feel comfortable wearing, like, when I'm training legs because it doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything. Why not just wear short shorts? I do that, too. I do that, too. I do both. Like, I'm wearing a fucking... I'm wearing the better bodies ones right now. They're tight and they're short ones. Can you stand up? <laughs> you have to talk to the, the guy on the screen. Oh, there we go. See, so he is. Yeah. The better, better bodies. Where's the fucking like, like, on? like you'll you'll walk around town like that, like with those short shorts. No, I'm going to the fucking gym. I don't go grocery shopping in that shit. Well, actually, I would go to the grocery store, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I came. Yeah. This is how dedicated I am. I walked out. I came back from the gym, took my pants off. I've been sitting here in sweaty underwear the past hour. <laughs> I've done that too. <laughs> no, I don't. I, the only place I I don't go like, I won't go to the grocery store in my tights. Like Machiavelli filmed the video he when he was here. Yeah, he yeah. trained legs, and he I wore those short, short, short gasp shorts, like not the tights, the shorts. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. In the gym training, and I felt. So so awkward. Yeah, but those are horrible because they made the fucking leg opening really big. Yeah, I felt like I. Yeah, and it feels like it feels like your sack <laughs> is showing half the time. Well, I had I had those fucking gasp shorts on, uh, the tights on underneath. Yeah. yeah. No, the better bodies ones are good because they're still like, they go almost to the knee, like they're a couple inches above the knee. Right. Yeah. So it's not like they're not like the gas ones. The gas ones are really short, but yeah. the leg opening is really big, and it feels like your fucking nuts are showing all the time. Yeah, and then they fucking stick together and get like bat wings because they're not fucking them. Yeah, it looks and it looks weird when you're fucking wearing it. It just doesn't look right. The better bodies ones are good though. Yeah, I got a ton of better bodies stuff when I was there last time. So yeah. Okay, so that's a huge uh, commercial for everybody to go buy better. And don't <laughs> gas me just just don't like, use yes. guys don't use guys code. Use my code. It's that's fine. Show. Get off a code. Use Fuad fucking Fuad tight pant twenty. <laughs> you don't have a code, guy. <laughs> I guy 15, but my code is just for like people to use. Oh, well, I get money back. So use my code. Use the <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right, guys. Good enough. Thanks for coming on. All right. Good times. That uh, beard stuff. And text uh, me that book. Um, what book? Dusty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dusty. and if you guys just real quick for fans and you guys, if you want another book, I don't know if you guys ever read this. Kyle Maynard, No Excuses. Great book. What's it yes. about? It's about the true story of a congenital amputee who became a champion in wrestling. The guy that's got no arms and no legs and wrestled collegiate college. Fucking phenomenal. How's that happen? 
No, it reads called No Excuses, Kyle Maynard. It's awesome. Wait a minute. I'm not going to read that I, just because I'm, I don't read. But oh. I'm not going to read that because I don't read. It's about didn't point. You recommend, wait, didn't you recommend reading a book? Yeah, like I've read a couple books. But anyway, <laughs> is, where is his arm amputated at? It, that's a nub right there. So it's like down to the elbow. What yeah. about his legs? Is it like down to the knee? It's no, not even. It's like yeah. how the fuck do you wrestle with nubs? He wrestled successfully. Kyle Maynard, M A Y N A R D. It's probably Look a YouTube. Right it's probably a YouTube video I can watch. Look it up now. It right now, we can all watch it. You never heard of him? No. Really? Kyle Maynard. Yeah, M A Y N A R D. His book is called No Excuses. He's too busy judging our American dirty restaurants to be. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck you dusty <laughs> what the fuck i'm gonna fucking never gonna live that down now <laughs> all your all your american fans are pissed off right now a teenager with the power inside and i don't know if i'm gonna get shut down off of youtube for playing this but okay this is crazy I don't think I could. I mean, this. I don't know if this is going to sound really, ru ru really rude, but dude, he pins people. It's crazy. But I would feel bad wrestling this person. Yeah, I mean, not when he whips yeah, your ass. He whips your ass. He probably, beat, he, probably, he probably beat the shit out oh, of you. Right. He played football too. Go back. He played football. I forgot. Where? Yeah, hold, would you? Oh fuck! <laughs> hold on. But no, he played. He was fucking the nose guard. Played. Started. You gotta. I mean, that's that's just. Wacky at every man. level to even yeah. to even have the to, to know to go for it. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So you read this book? Yeah, great book. Look, he just made a tackle. That's really insane. Well, now I have another book to read because I haven't read that one. There's some wrestling. I don't know how he fights back. I want to see like a full match. Because you can't. How do you grab the person? I don't understand. You see how he's pinning, he grabs around yeah, the leg? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Can you imagine how strong you'd have to be? Oh, oh, yeah. To like not have hands and to grab somebody like that? Bro, crazy. That's really fucking crazy, man. Holy shit. Um,. People think they have it bad. You have no idea how bad you have it until you see somebody who has it worse than you do. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. Thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you guys very soon, I'm sure. All right, sounds good. See, see you guys. Guys. Take it easy.